First of all, listen, uh, it's interesting about all these young guys today. They never call on us and say, hey, thanks for the kind word and tell me how great a player I am. But when they play like crap and we call them out, they, we don't know what we're talking about. Listen, I'm easy to find, but I get sick of these guys complaining. Uh, these young guys, they never call us and say, when a coach is wrong, I'm going to call him out. But when players are wrong, I'm going to call them out. But listen, I'm going to criticize guys that they deserve it. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it. <laughs>
somebody that would probably be underwhelming so far this season, and that's got to be the Browns. I think every single analyst I ever I watched preseason had them walking away with the North or at least contending with the Ravens. Nobody talking about the Steelers or the Bengals, for that matter, being uh, even mentioned in that division. But the Browns sitting near the bottom, tied with the Bengals over the worst record. It has to be a disappointment for them, uh, especially with that stacked lineup that they have on there uh, over there. Um, the ugly, let's see, the ugly. This is a bit, be a tough one. The ugly has got to be. I know they just got to win over the Buffalo Bills, but it's got to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. Just the the uh, the off the field issues with Urban Meyer and uh, everything that's going on over there. I think that's going to be my my ugly for the season so far at this point. Okay. Yeah. Like Sean, what do you think? The good, bad, and the ugly? Well, yes. I mean, I got I got to piggyback off Sid with the good and, and, and the Rams. The Rams have absolutely looked amazing. Matthew Stafford coming over there. He's really re, uh, rejuvenated and revitalized Cooper Cup. You know, that tandem is really working. And as we've seen with all the additions they've recently just made, the rich is getting richer. Um, I, and I know we, they just lost, like we talked about, but that's another team, Tennessee, you know, everybody really kind of felt like they were going to fall off once Henry went out and they've had some productive victories, uh, case in point in this last game, their defense stepped up. So that's, that's good. I'm glad to see them keep moving. Let's see how they can keep that thing going. Um, they're the head of the, uh, AFC, um, the bad, um, I'm in the household. My baby's doing her hair. The bad is Detroit. They're bad. It is. It is bad. You know. I. I you know. I could have easily put this in in the the ugly group, but I. I just wanted to put this in the bad one because, I. I like. I look. I'm not gonna lie to you, Sid. I. I, I want to root for these for uh, the, the Lions to win and have hope, but I've done it too many times and they've let me down too many times. I'm. I'm off. I've jumped off that wagon. I'm done. They're going to lose this game. They're going to find a way to lose it, and that that is bad. And, ladies and gentlemen, the ugly resides in this in, in Washington, D.C. We are ugly, ladies and gentlemen. We are 2-6. and six. We, we beat the, the Falcons, which isn't saying much. <laughs> and, um, and the other game, we beat the Giants. Which, and both those teams actually are doing better than us right now, but – you know, we're ugly, man. We had this buy and we get to come out of a buy and go and face the GOAT. So I'm predicting something. Maybe we can pull something off. I don't know, man. I'm wishing. Maybe I'm crazy. But um, I, I definitely think we are ugly. I mean, from the front office all the way down. And it's a shame. But, yeah, that's where we're at. Uh, let's see. The good, bad, and the ugly. Um, the bad, injuries. I think injuries are really hampering some teams. Like, for example, Tennessee, their their bread and butter is Derrick Henry. But I think it also, too, um, it shows that the Titans need more than just Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. The ugly, I'd say the bad officiating. Mm. Uh, there there have been some real questionable this calls or missed calls, for sure. And that really definitely one call or two really makes the turns out of a game. The good, I would say, so far, um, in the midst of a pandemic, the NFL seems to have everything really under control in terms of, in terms of COVID. Yeah. Um, I think the NFL is doing a really good job with that, for sure. Um, and also, too, like, we're seeing some surprise teams that you would never think, like, oh, okay. 
The only thing is, like, again, let me go back to the ugly again. I think overhyping some teams, like the ugly, I'm just going to say it right here. And I'm going to also say it, Nate. Just say it, man. You know we're ugly. (laughs) Also, too, I'm going to say the Ravens, too. We're ugly. Um, You know, uh, horrendous offensive line. Injuries up and down the roster. Out three running backs out for the season. Uh, just recovering up a multitude of sins, and that's ugly. And mm-hmm. we're six and three. To me, that's a joke. Honestly and truthfully, that's coming from Ray fans. It's a joke. I think we should be at least third place. Like because the way we're playing, we're playing like an easy first round exit. Guarantee. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Being honest. <laughs> Appreciate the honesty. Right. Good, bad, and ugly. Now, transition into surprises. Who is surprise player, surprise team that has surprised you guys so far? Hmm. <laughs> I'll start with Sean. <laughs> you have to make me think about this one. Um, I, I, one of the surprises is Cordero Patterson. Mm-hmm. Cordero Patterson has been a pleasant surprise. Um, he's been dominating this year for Atlanta, and he's actually, you know, we we all were wonder, worrying about, you know, Julio's leaving. We've, we've noticed the injury with Calvin Ridley. You know, Pitts has stepped up in, in some games, and some games he's been absent. So we've all been wondering who's going to be that extra person. And Cordero Patterson, with the receiving and running ability, he has definitely surprised, uh, showed up. Um I'm not going to take one from you, Sid. We've talked about it multiple times. I know you're going to hit it, so I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave that one alone. Um, J- um, Justin Herbert in the beginning of the season. It's kind of tapered off a little bit. I was very surprised that he started as hot as he did. And like right. Sid, being you talked about Mike Williams. That combination. Now, Keenan Allen is still hitting. He hit had like 12 catches for over 100 yards last week. Um, but I'm very, very surprised in how they were you know, taken off early in that season. And obviously – Dallas. I'm so, I mean, I we always talk about it. We already know how good they are, but to see them kind of before, oh lordy lord. Mommy. Mommy. Anthony, what we're, we're talking about is we uh we're now on the I'll go back uh to real quick. Um what is your good, the bad, the ugly of the season so far? We talking NFL? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay, the good, Atlanta's not the worst team in the league. The bad, <laughs> Atlanta is in fourth place in the NFC South. The ugly, we still have Matt uh, Matt Ryan as quarterback. There you go. Hey. <laughs> wow. Now, now, I will say this as an Atlanta fan, I do have something to, to crow about a little bit as a Georgia fan. We finally got one championship that I got home. Go. Had that. I know that ain't nothing to do with NFL football, but I got to go ahead and get my – Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> but no, real, real talk, real talk. The good, uh, the good for me. Um, I know that there are a lot of teams that generally tend to dominate every season. Uh, so for me, as a true fan of football and not just a homer for the fan, that, the team that I like, I think it's good uh, for me to see some other teams rising up. And there's some un- uncertainty in the season this year. Like it's not a lock that the Chiefs are going to win the AFC West. It's not a lock. Uh, we thought the Steelers were out of it. Now the Steelers are launching this Chariots of Fire style comeback right now. Mm-hmm. I saw a meme the other day with um, 
with uh Sam and Captain America, and it's the on your left meme, and you see Cap go running by, and like uh Sam is the Browns and Cap is the Steelers. He runs by and it's like it was supposed to be our year this year. So <laughs> you know, so so there's a lot, there's a lot of uncertainty, but it makes for exciting football. Now I think everything will even itself out in the wash, but I that's the good for me. The bad is that um the bad is that I don't know what some of these NFL owners are doing. Um, as far as the teams that are really bad, they are very, very bad. I mean, they're just almost like you need to listen. If I owned uh if I owned a chicken franchise, you understand what I'm saying? If I if I was a franchisee for McDonald's and all and my franchise was the worst franchise in a the district, they'd be wanting me to shut up the doors and and, and mm-hmm. buy they, they'd buy the franchise back from me and take it over. But you've got the Jaguars who are just awful. The Lions who are oh, sorry to your fiance. The Lions who are awful. <laughs> are you <talking laughs> sorry, about cat? The Lions who are absolutely horrid. Um uh God, I don't even know who else to throw in this category. The Texans. What are the tech this whole Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson? Like whether whether Deshaun Watson is guilty or not guilty of all the stuff that happened, they have completely mishandled this entire situation. The, the, the Washington football team, I almost called them by the old name that everybody gets offended by. I, I, I love you, bro. I love you, but I'm going to say it. Washington, Dan Snyder needed to be gone about three seasons in to own in the franchise. Mm-hmm. And I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why. We know that. <laughs> I don't know why the uh, matter of fact i moved to the dc area the year after uh, snyder bought that franchise and i have watched that once proud three-time super bowl winning friend i i don't know any other franchise that has won super uh three super bowls at least that is just bottomed out the way that snyder has just run that franchise in the ground mm-hmm. um that's the bad the ugly the ugly i'm coming back i'm coming back to your owner sean that's the true ugly right mm-hmm. there like this is a guy that he figured out a way to get his foot in the door and he's been, he's, he's not losing any money because he's still getting rep TV revenue shares. He's still getting, you know, uh, sponsorship deals. He's still making money off the team, but he is not living up to uh, what the fans expectations are as an owner. He's not doing anything for that team to help the team live up to the fans expectations. That's my good, my bad and my ugly. Nice. Okay. Nice. Nice. Um, Sid, Sean, did you want to finish up your point on the surprises? No, yeah, I was good. I was good with that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sid, your surprises. Uh, so I'll start with my team. I mean, the Steelers are definitely a surprise. Nobody gave us a chance. Uh, <laughs> we win this week, and on week ten, we are the leaders of the division. So, I mean, wow. hopefully we win. <laughs> Obviously, it's the Lions. I'll be very embarrassed to come back on any show <laughs> right, if, right. if we do not win. <laughs> but uh, I mean them. Just the you entire draft class we have this year being a surprise. Uh, Pat mm-hmm. Fryermuth, me and Sean talk about him week in and week out, and that dude is yep. becoming a, the truth. Uh, he's actually ranked higher than Kyle Pitts on Power Football Focus now. Yes, uh, he is. Overall yeah. tight end. He's, uh, he's coming along. And not not just him. Our third-round pick is our starting center. Our fourth-round pick is our starting right tackle. Our seventh-round pick is our nickel corner. Just the entire draft class has been killing it. So, yeah. I mean – got to toot my own horn a little bit and say the Steelers are definitely a surprise. But uh, I think the other surprise for me is Patrick Mahomes' play so far this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been mm-hmm. – he just 
the Chiefs don't look like the Chiefs. They haven't all season. I'm playing super close games, trying to come back, and all the interceptions that Patrick Mahomes has been throwing. I mean, I get some of them are on the receivers, but it just comes with his style of play, I think. But it's just being right. really highlighted this year, and that's, yeah. I think, my biggest surprise. Okay. Can, can I jump in for a minute before we move forward? I sure. have to I have to say this. I'm not. I mean, he's played for a couple of seasons now. Uh, it has given the other – I mean, you hear it every week. The coaches – the other 31 coaches have figured out ways to adjust, or at least not all 31 of them, but the ones that are worth of, of, of flying flip <laughs> have figured out ways to uh, – I mean, you're not going to see Matt Nagy go out there and have some kind of surprise defense for – uh, for 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 Mahomes, but they have figured that out. And then on top of that, they just gave a twenty-something-year-old kid five hundred million dollars. That's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at look at what I mean. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the NIL deals in college, but you know, Sean and I do the college football thing, and I think we touched on it briefly. But you see what that has. You see what some of these kids getting money has done with them in college. I mean, DJ Ungulele. Got a million dollar deal with Dr. Pepper, and they went from number three in the country to now they're they're struggling to be bowl eligible. So I'm not mm-hmm. you gave a twenty something year old kid five hundred million dollars. All right, he's got he's got his money, and a lot of it is guaranteed up front. So even if tomorrow he says I'm retiring, he's got enough money he never has to work again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know Good what point. I mean? So mm-hmm. I, that that doesn't surprise me at all. Good point, Ed. Good point. Uh, really quick surprises. The Seattle Seahawks. Um, well, you know, at first when Matthew Stafford was traded to Los Angeles, I said, did Seattle die? And then, like Baltimore, Seattle's covering up a multitude of sins. Um, Russell Wilson has no offensive line. I mean, he still has DK, Tyler Lockett, and Chris Carson's off for the season. Um, there's no surprise that Seattle Seahawks are not the same team. Uh, the 49ers, their biggest their surprise, I thought they would have – I think their record is not what I would think they would be, hmm. but they're definitely a big. They're surprised. Uh, the Miami Dolphins surprised me. Say um, that. Say but, that. Yeah. <laughs> to, from when we did the the show early in the season before the season started, I had them as a wild card team, and to see where they're at now, now three and seven, that's that's surprising. Mm-hmm. So, and then I think that's what late, happens. Just on a jump on, they just, I mean, they traded away, like, they just gave away their talent from last year. Like, Kyle Van Noy was such a key piece on that defense, yep. and yep. they just let him walk for nothing. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand what their mindset was there. And then I don't, I also don't think Tua is who he's supposed to, who they think he was supposed to be. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick right. was a big part of that team last right. year, and that's why yeah. they were good, but Tua yeah. was just. Not Tua there yet. Tua is who we thought he was. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all wanted right. to crown him after he won a national championship to go ahead and crown him. But he yeah. is who we thought he was. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. To your point, though. To your point, though. I think it's absolutely – I think you could trace their uh, issues back to the quarterback change. You know, what um, Fitzpatrick had this is his best year of his career the year prior, and then he had them, what, like four and two. They were doing good. And then they switched and they said, okay, we're going to go with Tua. He's the future. And I think it just, I mean, hey, Anthony, we talked about the quarterback system. It just messed everything up, you know, and they, and Tua still had growing pains. He still had struggles. And Fitzpatrick, then they shipped him out. We benefited for a uh, half, 
actually a quarter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then he's been sitting back and just collecting paychecks. So, you know what I mean? Like, it, I think that's where you can um, start to, see, you know, trace back some of those problems. And we all know about, about Xavier Howard over the offseason. You know what I mean? All yeah, the, the stories about thing, yeah, not yeah. the money. Yeah. Right. He wants out. He wants out. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden they worked. All of a sudden you patch things up. No. Because things yeah. haven't been the same all year, you know. So I agree. I agree. Uh we're gonna transition really. We're gonna transition. I don't, I don't get to say my surprises. <laughs> oh, sorry. My you, just, you just don't want, I was gonna jump in and be like, surprise, but I, I <laughs> but Nathan was like, I got something for you. We just gonna keep going. Surprise to you. Um <laughs> my big my big surprise this year has been the Cardinals. Now, I knew that the Cardinals mm-hmm. were building something, but I did not expect the Cardinals to explode like they did this year. Right. I, I thought that maybe they were a se- another season away. I figured they'd maybe finish second in the division, right. maybe cop a wild card. But for them to be doing what they're doing this year, now mm-hmm. I got a chance to see Kyler Murray play in college because being here, um, I, I, I knew the kid was something special. But wow, I mean, what they're doing this year is just has just been absolutely phenomenal. That has been my biggest surprise this year. And I'm actually glad to say as a football fan that my big surprise was a good surprise and not a bad surprise. Well, <laughs> and then to add a surprise, Nathan, I'm sorry. He was talking about the Dolphins. I, that was a surprise. Oh, yeah. I didn't get to watch yes. the game. I didn't, <laughs> I, I'm not trying to scrape it. Nathan Snell has left the chat. I don't mean to. <laughs> wait a minute. Let me let me wait a minute. Watch my impersonation of Nate. <laughs> I, I didn't get a chance to watch the game last night. You didn't want to watch it, trust me. No, no, no. I well, I was I was doing a show with the fellas, and then when I got off, I had some dinner with the missus and we watched some TV. Great show, by the way, last night. Oh, uh, thank you, sir. Thank yeah, you. Appreciate sir. you joining. Um, it was also a great game. Yeah, but I, I <laughs> Thank you, Sid. Bruh. <laughs> just go ahead and turn that knife just a little bit. Dig that knife a little deeper, Michael Myers. Well, like, hey, I, look, it's two, it's two different perspectives here. <laughs> One person's like, I shouldn't watch it. The other one's like, yeah, it's must-see TV. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I, I, I just, I was like, I want to see what's going on. The chat, the chat was blowing up, and I was like, yes. I was like, my God, I looked, I had like 52 unread messages in like three minutes. And I was like, let me check the score. Oh my God, is this really happening? Right. So it happened. That was a surprise. I y'all will be all right. I will say this. Y'all will be all right. And I hope they stop disrespecting your quarterback because that boy got mad skills. And every year, does Lamar Jackson? I saw the thing today. Does Lamar Jackson have something to prove as a quarterback? No, he ain't got nothing to prove. Y'all need to stop dogging him out and go ahead and get the man his props. Just because hey, he looked uh-oh. like a lo- just because he looked like a lost he looked like a lost love child of Flavor Flav with the twisty dreads. That's a whole different animal. Wow! Come wow. on, hey, hey, tell me I'm lying. <laughs> I challenge any one of y'all to tell me I'm like hold up and look. They just had a news story today. It said Flavor Flav celebrated one year sober. It was a picture of Flav with a mustache. He still had them front saying though. Put that picture next to a picture of Lamar Jackson. And, and, and get you, get you, get you, get you, Charles Barkley ready. Put them two pictures side by side. I guarantee you, that's a Maury episode right there. Guarantee. Guarantee. I'm telling you, you are the father. Transition into disappointments of the season. 
Um, Sean, I know we, you got a couple more minutes, so I'm going to try to get these last two points in here with you while you still got you. Disappointments, Sean. Do I need, do I need to talk? Do I need to say anything else? No, you don't. What did they say in the offseason? Top five ranked defense. What did our, our two best linemen say? Oh, we're going to break the sack record and get 48-plus sacks or whatever. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> we were supposed to be good. This was supposed to be a good year. We you survived last year. Everything <laughs> that happened last year, we survived it. Fine. We got to the playoffs. Fine. Heineke, I, look, at, at the end of the day, Heineke, I, all things considering, he's doing everything he can. Damn, right. But the line has been injured. The running backs, our main tight end, our defense has played subpar. Our linebackers are hurt. Our secondary is uh, absent. Uh, we we just got we just got rid of one kicker. Brought in a kicker named Blewett. Got rid of him. Got in a kicker named Slide. Now I'm so disappointed in us. I, I really am. And I mean, look, I, I you guys know it. I have Washington Football Weekly every Wednesday. I've been I did that since February. We followed all off season. We felt like we had at least something that could compete in the NFC East. And right now, it's just – it's upsetting. It's upsetting. And, I, I mean, that that's my that's my disappointment. Honestly, that is my disappointment. Everything else, I'm pretty excited. And, you know, obviously Tom Brady's still dominating that daggone trophy tour. But, yeah, my – you know, <laughs> other than that, yeah, my team, man. I, I thought we were – man <laughs> – when I when I pressed purchase on these, I thought we were gonna be something solid. All right. <laughs> and and now it's, hey, look, this ain't like this ain't like Mike and you not little bow wow. Them shoes right. is not gonna help your team. Come on, bro. <laughs> I thought they were gonna help me out, man. Uh. I'm just saying. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you something though. I'm telling you. You know how you you know what? I, I the reason why y'all keep getting hurt. Dan Snyder don't do something about that field. You can't tell me. Listen. You live in the DMV, Sean. Mm-hmm. I lived in the DMV. Nate, you in the area, right? Yep. How many times? And I'm not. And please, y'all, don't nobody come with the with the hashtag cancel culture. But y'all know I'm telling the truth, especially if you live in the DMV. I'm just gonna say you can't tell me the 800 million landscaping companies there are in the DMV. Dan Snyder can't hire a decent landscaping company to fix that field or at least put some turf or something in there. Anything is better than man. Look, that lot looked like that. That that y'all. I got. I I lived in the area for eighteen years. I got. We, we got to fix the pipes first. You saw the sewer water coming out of us Bruh. in the first game. Look, yeah, we got. <laughs> we got to fix the stadium. You and cannot, we we got to fix the prices too. I stood in line for two hours at in a preseason game, and and damn near paid fifty dollars for two hot dogs, a two beers, and. And like a pretzel. That's we need to fix that. I'm dis with you. Oh my god. <laughs> that damn. <laughs> that must be some <laughs> Nick said my Mexican brothers don't want to work for that race. <laughs> can't anymore, man. Can't. We do the best law. So I got in the snag line. And I'm hearing the snag line, paying fifty dollars in the snag line, snag line, snag line. Okay. Sid, like, what are your biggest disappointments of the season? Oh man, um, oh, <laughs> I gotta go. Gotta go with 
I gotta go with the Browns. I mean, everybody was just all on their junk yes. in the preseason. Everybody. I mean, not me. I've always been the Browns is the Browns, and they always find a way to Browns it. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, everybody, every analyst, the Browns are gonna win the North. The Browns are gonna walk the North. They got such a great, uh, such a great roster. But nah, the Browns. The Browns. They're, they're the Browns. <laughs> they're the Browns always. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. <laughs> okay. Oh man. Um, really quick, I'm gonna and I'm gonna ask you this question. I'm gonna ask you two questions, but first I'm gonna start with Sean because I know Sean has to get off. Right. Um, we're still in the disappointments, but really quick, Cam. I mean, Cam wow. Newton is going back to Carolina. How do you feel about it, Sean? Wow. Yo, shout out to my little brother Jared Spencer. He is a diehard Cam Newton fan. I'm gonna do a little interview with him, uh, I believe, on Sunday. Um, honestly, look, I don't believe PJ. I mean, we've all discussed this. I don't believe PJ Walker is the answer. Uh, XFL QB didn't, you know, play backup here. Look, I I love the story. I'm glad that he's in the league, and and if he would have got a chance, that's great. But the Panthers, let's be honest, they're not out of it. You know, they got Christian McCaffrey back. You know, they can work something with that that defense that was at one point the number one defense. If you can get some things going and get some victories, I mean, honestly, you're still in this thing. So you want to bring in somebody that's been there, knows the system. I mean, you literally bring in a guy. I, what, I, so what's that thing that Ab sent in the group chat where he said, Cam is a replacement of the replacement that was brought in to replace the replacement. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, hey, look, I mean, I, at the end of the day, he can come in there. Hopefully he'll do something. I don't think he's going to sit there and be a world beater, but I, I do think this is something good for them. I'm eager to see how Matt Rule and him kind of coexist. Yes, right. um, I'm looking to but, see that myself. I, hey, I want to see I want to see it work. I want to see all pos- all positive for Cam. But you know what? It kind of stinks, man. And look, before I go, because y'all know on Let's Talk Football, we had that segment called uh, uh, You Better Call Cam Newton. Well, look, now we can't call him no more, man. Daggone segment's <laughs> gone, man. <laughs> right? They already called him. So, right. yeah, daggone Cam Newton, right. man. But, yeah, hey, yeah, best of luck to him. Hopefully everything uh, goes well and works out for him. But we'll see. Will he do good? I'm not going to go ahead and guarantee it or say it's going to happen. But um, I do think a familiar situation and him just wanting to be on the field and being out for half a season and realizing that he's not, you know, highly sought after. Um, I think that's going to do something like kind of like what it did for Des Bryant for you guys last year. You know, he didn't ball out, but he was he wasn't doing all the antics. You know what I mean? He came in there. He did what he had to do. Got his little touchdowns, things like that. He's not going to dominate, but he is going to come in and he's going to play his role. Now he uh he made out like a fat cat and uh, uh you know what I mean? Yeah, ten got, million dollars. Yeah, he year. got some money off that. It's better than that that uh New England deal. So oh, yeah. shout out to him, man. Shout yeah. out to him. But yeah, hey gentlemen, I will see you date night with the lady. So I'm gonna go ahead and make have that a good happen. time. You have a oh, you go, you, with the missus. You going yes, to sir. another Orioles game with a concert? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, wait, where is it? Where is it? Earbuds, right here, buddy. See this? <laughs> hey, $39.99, gentlemen. Get them. Snick them in the ear. Put the hat over top. 
Hey, I hear you, babe. I hear you. What's going on? <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, look, Sid knows. Hey, man, when you bet on all this college football, you got to listen to every single game, man. Like, you got to be in it. You got to make sure you're ready. <laughs> all right, gentlemen, man. Always good, man. I appreciate you, Sean. Thank hey, you. Sean, job, man. Shout out to Sean Spencer. Um, Anthony, I want to go back to you really quick with the disappointments. We're going to come back to the Cam Newton. What's your disappointments, in? My biggest disappointment this season, um, I gotta I this time I gotta go back to my Falcons. Um, my dis- biggest disappointment this season is that Atlanta did absolute zero to really rebuild the franchise. Mm-hmm. They had an opportunity, they had the number four pick. Now, don't get me don't get me wrong, uh, with Julio being kind of up there in age and moving on. Um and Calvin Ridley, you know, they haven't worked Calvin Ridley, and I think uh, Pitts was a great addition, but they didn't really seem to do anything to bolster up the offensive line. They did nothing to – that defense has been absolutely horrendous since the Super Bowl, and they did nothing with that, and we are seeing the fruits, uh, the rotten fruit of that half labor this season. I mean, the games that they've won have just been – you know, there's the all running joke about some people graduate magna cum laude, some people graduate summa cum laude. All the games the Falcons have won this year have been thank you, laude. And it's just they got, I mean, they beat the Saints last week, which I'm happy for because that's a division rivalry. But I've just been really, really disappointed, disappointed with what they did with that this year. And um, then a footnote and asterisk on top of that. Um, and Nick, Nick will appreciate this. I've been disappointed with the Bears because they really they they went and they they bet the house on Justin Fields and they built nothing around him. And um, they're gonna they're gonna wind up. I hope not, but they might wind up doing to him what you know the Lions did to Matt Stafford, just keeping him there and for the better part of his career. And hopefully he's got something left in the tank when he goes someplace else. I agree. So those are my two big disappointments. Okay, so we're gonna go back. We're gonna transition right back into the Cam Newton going back to Carolina. We're gonna start with you, Sid. How do you feel about it? So for the Cam thing, I think it's definitely an upgrade from what they had. PJ Walker isn't gonna be a guy that's gonna um, <clears throat> win you a bunch of games or get you to the playoffs or anything like that. I also don't think Cam is who Cam was. I don't. He his time in New England wasn't good. Um, I mean, he wasn't signed besides new england i think for a reason he's just he's not as much of a runner as he used to be i mean the big part of his game was being able to run the football and having the defense need to worry about that um and i don't think he's that big of a threat there that he was in his heyday so it's gonna rely on his arm a lot more which he's got an okay arm and here's the thing I think he's got a chance in in Carolina more than he did in New England because he's got more weapons in Carolina. Sure. Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, uh, Dan Arnold at tight end. I think they're going to be a little uh, – sorry, did Dan – I think Dan Arnold got traded. Anyway. Dan Arnold in uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, that's right. Um, anyway, even – but DJ Moore and uh, Robbie Anderson and then their rookie uh, – is it Terrence Marshall Jr.? I think yes. Yeah. They, I mean, that's better than anything New England had with Cam. So he's got the weapons. So if he still, if he does have the talent, it'll be he'll be able to do it. But I am worrisome, and I don't trust it as much. I think he gets them more than PJ Walker would have got them, but I don't think he's the answer to get them where they want to be. Sure. Sure. And what do you think? 
You're muted. Oh. Can't hear you, Ant. Oh. I'm having some technical difficulties. Can't hear you. There we go. I was I, I muted my board because I had to sneeze. Anyway, okay. uh, sorry about that. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, I think with a, with a, with any type of uh, sport, there's always a first. Um, you know, you had um, <clears throat> you had uh, the first touchdown thrown by Bart Starr in Super Bowl one, the first touchdown pass, um, you know, all types of firsts. Um, and uh, Cam Newton has now is now in the book of firsts as be the first uh, professional NFL quarterback to get a, a hey, big head W.I.D. text from his ex. So, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> At like two o'clock in the morning, I was saying that to myself in the pants. I honestly, I because I listen, I, I watch, you know, Sean and Janae every week on the, and they keep saying call Cam Newton, and I said it would be funny, it would be absolutely funny and ironic if the Panthers, I mean, think about that. The Panthers made it abundantly clear that they had gotten all the goodie that they could get out of Cam Newton. They were sending him off to New England and wishing him well, and as soon as the milk turned sour, the first thing they did was turn back around and say, hey, um, we still got your old room for you if you want to come back. Um, honestly, Sid, I have to go with you, though. I didn't see the same fire in Cam in New England that I did uh, when he was in when he was in uh, Carolina to begin with. I, I also have a philosophy. I think the Super Bowl loss, I think it broke Cam because mm. – Leading up into the whole time he was playing, he had he only had one major setback when he was in college. That was when he was at Florida. He got in trouble. He had to go to JUCO. And then he came back and wound up playing at Auburn and being Mr. All-World, Heisman Trophy winner, perfect season, national championship, number one draft pick, came into Carolina, became the entire face of the franchise. Because who was the face of the franchise before? Was it MJD, I think it was? Yes. So he, the face of the franchise – they, they go on this, they, they, we're going to hit it. In one year, we're going to get it. And then they had this incredible Super Bowl run. He's handing out footballs. He's doing commercials. The kid's saying, I'm going to grow up and take your job. And, uh, yeah, you know, and <laughs> I, said, I said it was Mac Jones. <laughs> but uh, anyway, he, he's at the height. He's at the pinnacle. And then all of a sudden, they go to the Super Bowl. He looks lost. For the first time in his career, he just really looks like he doesn't know what he's doing. And he didn't know – he'd never had anybody to help him bounce back. That's the first time he's really facing the adversity in the league, at least as far as I can see, in his in his entire football career. Like, I'm actually kind of glad, just to jump on another uh, uh, another team, I'm glad that the Jag – I'm glad that Trevor, Trevor Lawrence – I started to say Travis. Trevor Lawrence is kind of enduring. He's kind of getting his his hard times in now so that when he, get, when he gets on the come up, he has a he uh, he can appreciate. Hey, look, I know what it was like to be at the bottom of the barrel. Cam never had to endure that, and now he's dealing with it, and he doesn't handle adversity well. You saw how he acted in the press conference at the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna talk. My mama said I can't talk to y'all. I'm gonna go home because she said I can't have ice cream. You know what I mean? So I, I think we'll see. I agree. We'll see. I think he's. I think he's gonna come out at first like he's got a chip on his shoulder, and I think he will play some good ball to start. But beyond the first couple of weeks, we'll see. I'm actually going to agree agree with both of you. Um, 
we as we have been religious said it it's a results oriented business uh cam is in that what have you done for me lately phase no disrespect mm-hmm. to cam newton he's a good football player um i think the way carolina cut him in the first place i think was dirty in my opinion um i do feel like he should they should have worked something out i know granted when he went to new, when he was in new england he did not have all the pieces. Uh, most everyone sat out, uh, but Carolina has a lot of, has some other issues going on. They have a, a bad offensive line, um, and this is to me. I feel like this is a PR move. I just don't know how, how you can in eight games say our former number one overall pick is the answer um, to the solution. I, I definitely think that uh, it's not going to be easy. Uh, I hope Cam Newton proves me wrong. I'm happy he's back in the league. Don't get me wrong, but it's definitely I don't I don't see it. And as that being said, Mr. Abs from Let's Talk Football, my football, man, Washington what football, up, fellas, what's going on? What's going on? What's oh going lord, on? I got to keep your so, finger on it. You got to keep your finger on the dump button. <laughs> so. Um, Abs, so really, we just finished up a couple questions. Um, we get real quick for you the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, what do you think of the season? Of the season so far, halfway in March. Oh man, I'm blown right now, man. Um, uh, so I had a pick'ems league, right? I, I, I thought I, I thought I said in the uh chat, but I made it all the way to week nine, week nine. $14,000, fellas. I nice. was like, I'm trying to tell you, there was only like 75 people left. And I, I picked the mother freaking, mother freaking Dallas Cowboys, boy. And they lost against Denver. I was pissed. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, it's interesting. Football is interesting TV, but I'm mad, man. Like, I just, it's crazy, man. Like this season is kind of uh, just all over the place, you know what I'm saying? And especially with the injuries, like, can, hey, did y'all talk about Derrick Henry? Yes, we did. Yeah, man. That's this dude was about to break the rushing record. Like he was in track to break the rushing record. Then all of a sudden, this freak injury, man. I, that's just messed up, man. It just like this is crazy, bro. And now, uh, and it would have been his third season, um, third season in a row. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just crazy, man. This whole season, uh, in a nutshell, just it's been mad crazy, man. I, I, um, and then, uh, you're a Steelers fan, right, Sid? Yes, sir. They just like they, they're inconsistently winning. Like, just, <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you put that. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, saying they find ways to win, you know, like mm-hmm. I really thought like if you would ask me at the beginning of the season, I really thought they would uh, it would have been his, uh, it would have been uh, Mike Hump, um, Tomlin. Tomlin. Yeah. Mike Tomlin. It would have been his first losing season. I really thought it would have been, but it, they look like they might have another. Uh, I don't think it'll be by much. It'll be uh, maybe nine wins, but I think. I think they might be able to do that. So mm-hmm. it's just uh, 
And Atlanta, I don't understand. Like, I got to pick on you too, Anthony. Like, I don't know why Atlanta trying to slip into the playoffs, <laughs> what, they, what they trying to do. I'm, I am not on the roster. Do not come for me, sir. I did not. <laughs> I didn't draw up not nary a play. Thank you very much. A pimp got to sit on the sidelines like everybody else. I, oh, I don't, bro I, bro. I can't figure it out either. Every time I get to the point where I want to write them off, they do something like beat the Saints. Yeah, man. And even, like and, he, and even then, at what cost? Because it's not like their starting quarterback was in there. You know, it's not like it's not like it's not like Mister E to W was out there doing his thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying, like, I'm just saying, they didn't have their starting quarterback in. Taysom Hill is in in from week to week. So it's not like we beat the best version of the Saints. But, you know, at this point, Atlanta is so far in the toilet. It's bad when you're a fan of a team and they're so far in the toilet. You'd be like, well, it wasn't pretty, but we won. Right. (laughs) I feel like that's Cowboys all the time, though. Like I just, I just feel like that's a cowboy thing to do. Like I'm mean, sure as hell a, a Washington football team to do. It happened. <laughs> we'll take it. Thank, thank you, thank you, Rock. Just living who day? <laughs> who who that said they was gonna beat them Falcons? Not them. <laughs> Not this past Sunday. I ain't gonna talk too much, Matt, because we mess around and lose the. Uh, who I don't even know who you play. That's how far gone I am this season. You got the Cowboys this week. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. What the hell am I talking about? I do know who we playing this week. That's Handy Bowl 6. Handy Fuck. Bowl 6. Yes. Um, my wife is a my wife is a Cowboys fan. I am a That's Falcons funny. fan. And on our first wedding anniversary was the first time the Cowboys, the Falcons played each other. And we had this whole bet going. My wife lost the bet. She wound up having to wear Redskins face paint and go to a Redskins bar uh, the next week that they played. And she did not like me very much. Um, <laughs> and so we said no more bets on the game from this point going forward. But we 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 christened it the Handy Bowl. So now this coming Sunday is Handy Bowl 6. The Falcons are leading three games to two in the series, mm. except for that all that god awful who don't know who let me ask any have let me ask you a question all four all three of you i assume at some point have been to a grocery store right yes you've you've seen watermelon right yes have you ever had a problem picking up a watermelon no the how the hell 11 guys that get paid collectively more than i will make in my lifetime not one of them can pick up a rolling brown watermelon uh onside kick not a single i know where this is going (laughs) i mean seriously i was i i was on my phone i had gone on the atlanta falcons website on my phone and was drafting up a nasty ground to arthur blank like i'm never going to home depot again i'm i'm rallying the union in northern virginia we getting ready to shut you down home depot ain't gonna never make another nickel and then i said i'm just gonna calm down but i was like yo an onside kick and y'all couldn't see that coming you really couldn't <laughs> but and that's just atlanta being atlanta i guess like cat <laughs> like 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 cat williams say you all your dreams could come true at magic city you could get shot at a traffic light or the falcons could lose on an onside kick you never know <laughs> I don't know, Jesus. I was standing there. He kicked the ball. I missed it. Next thing I know, here I am. <laughs> hey, real talk, real talk before you move forward. Nate, I gotta give you, I gotta give you shouts out. Thank you for having the brother on. I appreciate you. When Sean hit me up and said, 
uh, Aunt, Aunt wants you to come on. Uh, uh, Nate wants you to come on. I was like, solid. I said, is he coming on? Like, what time is he coming on? Because you are the king. You are like, your shows are like ESPN late night. <laughs> Bro, I'll be looking for your show to come on. I'll be like, Dad, I guess Nate ain't podcasting tonight. And then when I get ready to drift off my phone, 11.45, Nathan Snell has gone live. I'll be like, uh, let me just go ahead and hit this like. I'll catch my man. Flip. <laughs> I was like, I was like, it's Friday. I don't know if I'd rather go be I'm It's Friday and I'm old. I don't know if I'm going to be awake at 11 o'clock. He said 6.30. I said, oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> no, anytime, anytime. Um, really quick, abs in, in a really quick, your surprise and disappointments. And then also to uh, how do you feel about Cam Newton? And then we're going to go into the re, uh, previews for the teams. I'm going to start with you, Sid. You play the Lions. And you play the Falcons. You guys play the Falcons. Um, as if you want to talk about Washington. Wait, we don't. We don't play the Falcons. We are the Falcons. We play the Cowboys. We the Cowboys. I'm sorry. How are we gonna play ourselves? I guess that's the only way we can win a game. Y'all and do even play ourselves sometimes. Y'all do play <laughs> ourselves sometimes. <laughs> it do be facts though. <laughs> so really quick, as uh, really quick, your surprise and disappointments of the season. Um, surprise. Um. I, I guess my surprise will be uh, Odell Beckham signing with the Rams. Um, mm. That is definitely a surprise to me. Uh, if y'all pay attention to me in these chats, I I I know some some about football, so I um, I would have said that he would. It made more sense to, for him to sign with Green Bay Packers. Um, so that to me and to me is just that should. But it looks like he's ring chasing, but he's doesn't he's gonna have probably even less opportunities uh to catch the ball than he did in um than uh with Cleveland. So I I don't understand it because that will directly affect his monies next year when he's a free agent. So yeah, he ain't gonna, he ain't gonna get more catches than Cooper Cup. Oh no, no. Well, I wasn't it wouldn't even be about like because he wouldn't get the same number. Uh, he wouldn't get more than um, Devontae Adams He w- and Green Bay. But the whole point is, is it's still more balls than and uh, than at the Rams because they got Woods over there. They got Higby over there. They got the two running backs over there. I mean, it's like – and they overuse Cup. Like, Cup is like one and a half men. Like, it's just crazy. <laughs> so, like, he's, he's not going to get any love. He'll be happy. He should be happy if he gets – three targets with all the, with all those people, with all those players that he has over there. So that's my surprise. I guess just get ready for, for, uh, for uh, Mr. Beckham to make another video then, huh? Uh, uh, They're going to blame him if they don't win it this year. He's going to be their scapegoat. Watch. If they don't win it, if like, cause Rams, they were, I think they were the favorites before, he joined, and if they not, they're gonna just talk about the distraction how, of Odell Beckham he, Jr. Yep, how he just basically distracted the whole team, how he brought the whole team down, everything like that. So that's sad, man. I, I'm I don't know who his people are, but they should have told him that shit. So, well, he, he, you know what, his people is the same people that keep telling Stevie Wonder that his uh, braids is is fly. When they all the way down the back of Stevie Wonder's head. See, you ain't shit, Anthony. Like that. 
<laughs> that and, is not shit, man. <laughs> look at my look at my face. Where's the lie? <laughs> You've been rocking them braces, talking book back in 1976. Now he looking. Now he looking like. Now he looking like the boss character, the one with the four arms from the first Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Stevie, I love you. Go ahead and just go ahead and get it ball, baby. Just go ahead and get it ball. Moving on. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> um, you want to talk about the disappointments? You want to talk about Cam Newton going back to Carolina? I'll talk about Carolina. Disappointments would have been my team. So I've talked about that on my show uh, yesterday. So um, with, with Sean, I, I, I can't say enough bad things about the uh, Washington football team, bro. So Sure. Sure. Like, I, I don't want to bring anybody else down to my level. So let's just talk about the Cam Newton. Um, Cam Newton, I think it's – you. Uh, when I jumped on, you guys were talking about how they uh, how they did him dirty. I yeah. agree. Uh, I don't know if you guys recall, but they, they let him go after everybody else got signed up in free agency. Like, all the starting spots were signed up in free agency. And that was just – that was that was horrible, man. Like honestly, I wouldn't have gone back. I'd like I'd have had probably too much pride to go back to uh Carolina after that, man. Like, and he's sitting there smiling, grinning with with the owner, like they didn't just do do him dirty two years ago. Like, that's just crazy to me, man. So that man happy because he got money to keep filling his closet up with them outfits looking like the choir director of the Greater Missionary Baptist Church in Washington, DC on Sunday. All them hats and scarves. Yeah. Bruh, that man got more hats and scarves than Wendy Williams and Oprah Winfrey Combine. I have never seen an I've never seen a player in the <laughs> we lost. <laughs> I've never seen a player in the NFL have more wardrobe changes than Diana Ross. That's all I got to say about that, man. Okay. That man's wild. This is wild. <laughs> okay. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna transition into the previews. For our teams, respectfully, said I'm gonna start with you. You guys play those Pittsburgh Steelers, and before you get into, it, I do have one question for you because I'm a fan. Listen, I'm a fan of Mike Tomlin. He's one of my favorite head coaches. Um, if I if I needed to start a football team, he's definitely uh, a coach I would consider. How did you feel about his name being thrown into the mix about being going to um, University of Southern California? I think I thought it was I thought it was a bunch of BS. Really, I mean, he's never had a losing season in the 15 years in the league. Why would he? I mean, the Steelers aren't going to let him go. Why would he leave? I mean, the Steelers are one of the most storied franchise franchises in the league. He's not – I mean, his press conference, he nailed it. He's like, I got one of the best jobs in the world. Why would I go anywhere? Yeah, he shut so, that down quick. Yeah, why would I go rec- have to sit in 17-year-old kids' living rooms and plead to their mom that I need them to play for me when I got everybody I want and I can draft the guys I need? It's just – I don't know. It was, I thought it was a terrible take. I loved, I loved his press conference, obviously shutting it down quick and just not even letting it be a thing. I, sure. I love Tomlin. Tomlin Tomlin is quick to shut down dumb questions. Yeah, he's the man. I agree. I agree. But talk about the game shit. Like, what, like, because you guys came off, I, I think it was a, I, I'd say it was a good football game against Chicago. Um, one thing I think what, what it came down to was, a, was some bad calls. Um, you know, particularly the taunting. I don't feel like that was taunting. Um, it's one thing he looked at the bench but if he like walked towards him, it's another. Like I think that's a hit or miss with the taunting rule. Um, and then obviously Chicago with the all sides, Mr. Robert Quinn. I don't know what he was doing. 
relationship with your Oh children. my God. So let's like talk about you're going against a team that's we're what, 0 and 8. Um they're looking like obviously they're gonna have the number one overall pick. Again. Um, yeah. So just like really quick, like what do you what, what are the things like Pittsburgh needs to do to win this game? Uh, not be dumb. I mean, they're the more talented team, the better coach team. It shouldn't, it really shouldn't be a game that they lose. Although the Steelers aren't synonymous for playing down to the level of their competition. That's what they do. The lines are coming off a bye. We're coming off a Monday night game that was way too close. That sh- it shouldn't have been that close. So I could definitely see us coming out flat and the, the Lions thinking, keeping, keeping it close at halftime by halftime. But then as long as we do what we should do in the second half, we should win the game. I don't think it's hopefully, I mean, the Steelers will do one of two things. They'll either keep it close in the first half and run it up in the second half, or they'll blow them out in the first half and then let them come back and make me sweat the whole second half. Cause that's what they do every game. They're just a really young team um, for four rookies starting on offense, uh, second year guys, starting on offensive line uh on uh sorry a uh, free agent also starting on the offensive line Joe Haig right yeah uh and Trey Turner starting on I mean Turner. we signed him so Claypool's out Juju's out obviously for the season but now Claypool's out this game uh so two two weapons down should just be a step up for Fryermuth and Deontay so um, we still have the weapons I'm not too worried about those injuries and our defense obviously is should shut the Lions down, no problem. But the Lions play people tough, um, so I don't expect it to be a walkthrough. I know they're 0-8, but they do play close games. Uh, I mean, look at the Ravens game. Uh, So hopefully, as long as we just play, like, normal football for at least a half, we should win this game. But, I mean, the Steelers always make me nervous when it comes to stuff like this. Hmm. So do you have a score? Yeah, I'm going to go – We'll go 24 to 20 because they're going to keep it close, but they'll win. Hmm. Fellas, do you care to interject? Steelers by 50. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I spot on. Uh, my bad. Go ahead, bro. No, no, go ahead, man. I would, I would just be silly, but I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. The Lions are, the Lions are always like the little engine that could and just can't quite get there. Right. So I, I'm with you. I think it'll. I think maybe. Well, I don't know. I don't see their offense being that explosive, but I'm 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 right around the thirty something to twenty something score right there, in that range. Uh, yeah. Uh, much respect to what Sid said because I mean that's pretty spot on, and I'm biased by the way. So like that was uh, I do respect that. Um, like legitimate, like you guys, uh, it'll be a lot closer because of the lack of weapons. Uh, then and so I, I, I'm looking at 2113. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say 27 17 Pittsburgh. Guarantee you gonna throw a guarantee on it, <laughs> yeah, like, like. It's just something about the Lions. Like, they play really – they'll play – like everyone – you all said, they play tough. And then for some known reason, they just find ways to just blow it. I think they had it against – I can't remember who they had. I think they had like a three-point lead against Minnesota and collapsed. So, 
is is Cameron is Cameron Hayward playing? I know he suffered an injury in Chicago. Yeah, the only major injury we have is Claypool. He's the only one out. Everybody else Claypool. is playing. Good. Good to know. Good to know. Um, and yes, sir. Due to your dirty birds versus the uh, America's America's team. I want to know first of all who appointed them America's team because I sure didn't get a. I didn't get no absentee ballot. <laughs> Hey, I've been trying to make this argument with my wife every, I swear, every day. I want to know. Three my, years. Wife, my wife is a diehard fan. I said, why are you fans? She said, well, my daddy was a fan. I said, well, okay, you don't have, you, 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 in, you don't have no other team you like? She said, well, I root for your Falcons, except when they played the Cowboys. I said, well, why you like the Falcons? Because you like the Falcons. So, what, come on, man. No, don't get me wrong. That's just my wife. And I, I kid, I joke. Baby, I no, love you I if you're watching this. It's Friday. I gotta spend two days. I got it's Friday and I'm working from home next week. So I'm home for the next like 10 days. So I better be nice. But I, honestly, um Atlanta is weird. Atlanta has turned into Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. They are bad. There's no doubt about that. They are a level of bad that I have not. They weren't even this bad when I was a little boy with the grits blitz. They were at least always closer to 500, either right over or right under. Um, and then, you know, of course, the Vic years when things were looking really good, then there's that really weird Super Bowl year when it's like, we got Jeff George as our quarterback and we go on the Super Bowl? Okay, all right, cool. Um, I I I think Atlanta is going to play Dallas close. I think Atlanta probably maybe smells some blood in the water. They mm. do have a lot of young players. They smell the blood in the water. It's like, well, if the Broncos beat them, then maybe we can beat them. So um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm not really following this coach like that to know what kind of motive. Well, the record speaks for itself. He's not the world's greatest motivator, but uh, we we shall see. I think it's going to be a closer game than everybody expects. I think the boys are going to come out hard because they're going to have something to prove after that loss last week. But I think it's going to be closer than everybody expects. There may be there may be an there may be an almost upset at Jerry World. There may be another upset at Jerry World. I'm not going to put a guarantee on it, but I definitely would love for it to happen just for the simple fact, not because I want to see my wife mad, but just because I want to have some things to say to Miss Janae Struther come Monday. <laughs> I don't look, look, if I got to hear one more time about the race not be given to the swift and the, the victory and the battle to the strong, I'm going to be like, well, we wasn't fast or strong and we still beat y'all. So maybe y'all should have ate your cocos pops. Did you ever think about that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, are there any? Is there is there an injury report? Is anywhere? Are you guys fully healthy to go? We're missing some players. Questionable. Man, Helpful. I don't. Man, I don't know. I spend I spend six out of seven days out of the week tracking college football. I ain't tracking nobody in Atlanta. They, <laughs> look, all I know is they go. They gonna have. They gonna have eleven guys on defense and eleven guys on offense, and half the ones that's healthy play like they hurt. So who knows? <laughs> Fellas, you care to interject? What do you think about this game? I think that the Cowboys are going to come out hot, just like you said, because um, they got something to prove for sure. Um, I know from a Dallas standpoint that they're bringing – Michael Gallup got activated off IR, so I think he's playing, so they have another weapon on offense. But Randy Gregory on defense went on to IR, so they lost somebody on defense. So I think the offense for Dallas is going to go off, but I also think the offense for Atlanta is going to go off because I don't think Dallas's defense is where it needs to be. And I think – uh, Atlanta's offense can score, and they're going to score on them. Now, I think the interesting dynamic here is the Dan Quinn coach defense for Dallas playing his former team. I think that might maybe put it the needle in uh, Dallas's favor when it comes to that. But uh, I think it, 
I think Dallas wins by at least 10. Okay. I, I see I see the add on to what I said. I think Kyle Pitts is gonna have a decent game too. I th- I think he's gonna have a better than decent game. I mean, I know Diggs is Diggs is nasty, but he was not a presence on Sunday. So um we'll see. He might come out with a chip on his shoulder too, but I think Pitts is gonna have a real good game. So we shall see. Hopefully he doesn't catch the Julio Jones turf toe and then wind up being on IR every other season for the rest of his career. <clears throat> Abs, what do you think? Uh, I don't recall. Uh, I'm sorry, I was away for a little bit, but did y'all talk about Ridley taking some personal time off? No, we didn't. So okay. we know he, we know he's going to be. We know you know. We hope he's doing well. Thoughts and prayers for him. Yeah, um, that's he didn't join them the first two weeks because he's supposed to. I know they were in London against. They were in London. He didn't. He didn't go with them. And then after that, he said, "Yeah, I'm taking some personal time away." Yeah, yeah. So he's out, and I think that needs to be uh, brought up. But um, because he's dynamic as any other wide receiver in the league. So, and Matt Ryan, he I don't care what anybody says. Like I don't know why people are shitting on this man, but I tell you why. When you why finish. you interrupted me? I said when you I'm finish. in the middle of saying something and you interrupted me. My bad. I, I did. <laughs> I, did I, I, I did add when you finish. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Ryan is as legitimate of a, a quarterback as any quarterback in this league. Like honestly, he throws up like a consistent four thousand yards every year. So honestly, I like I much respect to him. And the resurgent, re, whatever, however you say, re, 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 resurgence, however resurgence. you say that, yep. of Cordell Patterson. I'm trying to tell you guys, this. I'm excited to watch this man, okay? Like, this man, like, honestly, out of nowhere is having a hell of a season, and nobody is talking about it. Nobody is talking about it. To me, comeback player of the year right there. I know Dak Prescott, oh, he broke his leg, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Whatever, broken ankle, yeah. But this man literally was designated as a kick returner, and all of a sudden, he's just showing out. He's playing tight end. He's playing offensive line. He's playing running back. Hell, let him take Matt Ryan's job. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he's doing, <laughs> like he's doing it all over the place. I'm trying to, I'm trying to tell you, this man is exciting football. And to me, between him and Kyle Pitts. This game is going to be a lot closer than what people are really trying to say uh, Say it is. Like, honestly, do not be shocked, especially with uh, uh, Randy Gregory uh, out, like, like right there. Like, that defense did not look good with Denver. And um, I tell you what, Atlanta has more weapons than Denver does. So I can see, Dem- I can see Atlanta pulling an upset. Don't be surprised with that. I think you. I think you got Anthony confused. You say Atlanta has more weapons than. <laughs> Carry to five, divide that by three. I, okay, if you say so, my. I, I'm sorry. Name who's their who's their starting wide receivers. Cortland sounds pretty good. Gary Judy. Patrick. Judy's hurt. Judy's been hurt. Like honestly, like I, you can't even count on that man. You know what I'm saying? And he, what, he's an Alabama kid, so you don't even know what, what, what's in his attic. 
So <laughs> you don't even know what, That's like, honestly, we just waiting for these Alabama boys to start falling out of the league now. So <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I think, I think between Pitts and Cordell Patterson and they lucky that Ridley's just not there. And like, honestly, I'm, Atlanta could be a legit team if their defense was better. Well, I agree. I agree. Well, um, for, did you want to say something? And I, I, I'm just—I was just going to say—I have learned to adopt the the Nathan Snell philosophy of trust your eyes. And I don't get to see—I'm not spending any money for any extra NFL ticket or nothing like that. So I don't get to see a lot of Atlanta games here. I get to see all the Cowboys games because all we get is—I mean. See, the thing, it's funny, we get all the Browns games because it's not even local, but we get the Browns games because of Baker because they still love Baker here like like touchdown Jesus or something. But <clears throat> I, um, I I just I, – I've learned to trust my eyes. And what I've seen out of Atlanta consistently since that Super Bowl fiasco is Atlanta is has become the, the, the poster child in the NFL – for having a lead and giving it away, which is why, which is why I was happy with the win last week because they went, they scored the go ahead touchdown or field goal or whatever it was, and then I said it's too much time left on the clock. And sure enough, the Saints came back and scored. And I said, "Well, babe, I guess we can go ahead and chalk up this L." I didn't follow it no more. I checked the scores later that night. I was like, "They won," because that they just don't. Atlanta just does not do that. They they they've got to have like you got to spot. Atlanta has gotten to the point where you got to spot them 50 points for them to win. And it's, it's, and then when they do win, it's, it's like last week, they played a complete game last week, which shocked me. They play these inconsistent games. Like they have a game, they'll play, they'll have a great first quarter and then lay down for three quarters or they'll lay down for three quarters and wake up in the fourth quarter, which is why to go back to what you said, Ab, I, I love Matt Ryan. I will, Matt Ryan will always and forever be the one of the top two quarterbacks to ever play for the franchise. He and he and Michael Vick say what you want to say. Those of you watching about what he did, if you, I mean, yeah, he yeah, whatever. But the boy was a bad court. The boy was a bad dude. Um, but I, I, one thing I know about Matt Ryan is he's also inconsistent. He could be have he could be having he could be playing a game eighty five percent completion rate with a three point lead in the fourth quarter and throw an interception where there was no way that he could not have seen a defender if unless he was jumping up and down waving the sign unless he had an invisibility cloak there's no way he couldn't have seen a defender and just throwing picks so that's that, that just that's just me as a falcons fan that's all i you know what i hope they win i want them to win do i think they'll win eh, maybe maybe not. anthony 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 i don't think that's inconsistent i think that's like um like Taylor Heineke, that's inconsistent. Like Matt Ryan, that's some like, that's like not thinking, not um, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that's maybe, I guess the better thing is, better thing to say is it's not as inconsistent as a lot of other quarterbacks. It's less inconsistent than a lot of other quarterbacks. Okay. I take Matt Ryan. You want to trade? You want to trade? You take Taylor Heineke? We'll, we'll take Matt Ryan. It can't be no worse. I, I, I'm gonna tell you what. Here's my, here's my litmus test. Now, I, granted, you know what? I, I, I'm actually gonna say something else after I say this. But you name me one other quarterback that gave up a lead 
a, a double digit lead in the Super Bowl and lost in overtime. Don't worry, I'll wait. Now, I will say this in his defense. They went all the way. They, no, I won't say this in his defense because they were running the ball in the first half of that game, but then they put the ball in Matt Ryan's hands and and, and the defense laid down and the offense couldn't move the ball. But whose I'm fault is that, though? Whose fault is that? That's Matt Ryan's fault? Hey, look. There's fault delay. There's fault. Wait, wait. There's fault all the way around there. That that's no, fault. no. You're blaming Matt Ryan. You're well, blaming Matt, Matt Ryan. But Matt Ryan doesn't call the plays. Who calls the plays? The offensive coordinator. There we go. But even still, if you looking, if you looking and you checking your passing lanes, and there's a, it's real simple. And I don't even play pro football. If you checking your passing lanes, and there's somebody in a jersey that don't look like the one you got on in your passing lane, then maybe you ain't supposed to throw the ball over there. Am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. I don't think it's as simple as you're trying to make it. I mean, it sounds real good, but or I else know it's not good. You made that up. Huh? What's say? I said we all be quarterbacks uh, if it was that simple, bro. Oh, I, trust me, I know, but I'm just saying. I like Nate say, trust your eyes, and I know what I see. I'm not an analyst. I don't get paid to coach. I don't get paid to play. I don't get none of that. I don't even get paid. I don't even get a thank you letter from the front office for being a fan. Every I'm still wearing the same nasty hat that I was wearing back in the day when, when you had a bald head and I had uh, all black hair. Uh, they didn't even send me a, a fan starter pack or nothing. Thank you for forty. Thank you for fifty one years of being a fan. I don't get nothing. But my point in all of that is, I know what I see on the TV every week. It don't matter. It don't. I don't have to be a coach to look at a replay of it and say he was looking at the defender. The defender was standing right there, and he still threw the ball over there. <laughs> so the, look, the, the, look, watch me get my Kobe Lemay on. <laughs> let me let me jump in here. So um, I I think that after the Denver Broncos. Putting 30 on the Cowboys, and the Cowboys didn't score until the fourth quarter. I'm not going to even sit here and act like I didn't know this was coming. Well, act like I know this was coming because I did it. Um, I know Dak was coming off injury, may have been rusty, but the same team beat the Minnesota Vikings with Cooper Rush. Um, that was the Denver Broncos Super Bowl. I don't care what anybody has to say, in my personal opinion. Um, I agree with what you guys said. I think this is going to be a close one. Uh, but I'm going to say the Atlanta Falcons are going to win. Um, just something just tells me that Dallas, I don't know. I think that Denver won, given game was a reality check. Um, I think, you know, if I look at Dallas' schedule, it's cupcake, but I think Dallas kind of went in there with their head too high. And I think, you know, I think Atlanta's going to put him in check again. So I'm going to say the Atlanta Falcons are going to win 28-20. Guaranteed! I got to jump in before you move on. I got to give a shout-out to your comment section. Your comment section is popping, and your girl, Lucinda Baxter, is out there like she is bruh she is hyping you up more than two big mc was hyping up mc hammer back in 92 bruh 
I'm just saying she got. Oh, she, hammer don't hurt him. Yeah. Hammer don't hurt him. <laughs> she is hyping you up, bro. Oh my goodness. Um, really quick, I know as talked about this in his show yesterday. Um, I talked about Washington. We played the Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Relationship with you. Oh children. my god. Um. Last last time we saw the Buccaneers, we we almost won in the wild card round. Um, that was Tyler Heineke and Taylor Heineke and actually agree with me. I felt that that was his coming out game. I do. I felt like he showed that you know what the team had been through the year with you know with the Wayne that the Wayne Haskins, you know, being at strip clubs and then he walks off after losing to the Panthers. And then Sid and his students pick him up. Um, Tampa Bay's come off a bye. They're six and two in the NFC. Yes, they lost to New Orleans on Halloween. Drew the Jameis Winston-less, Mike Lennon-led Saints. Um, Brady threw for three seventy-five in that game and threw f- the interception that was the that was decisive blow. Uh, Washington, where we came off a. A bye. Well, I don't even know if you want to call it a bye because coach said he's not. Then no one's getting a day off. No one. We're all going to be in practice. Won't be in film. So uh, I think it's much needed. I think we get some. We get some guys back off injury. Um, biggest keys for me. I'm looking at the intangibles. Washington, like I said, hopefully now that we got some guys that come back off injury. I'm looking to see how that's going to play a role. Um, I like the you know certain guys stepped up. You know, Landon Collins was playing linebacker a couple couple times. Um, the offensive line is looking good. I know we need another playmaker besides McLaurin. I know Curtis Samuel's been dealing with an injury. Um, Jami Brown is still finding his own. Um, Sam Cosme, I don't. I think he didn't practice at all. So uh, then Washington, our defense. So you know, we all make this argument that they were a top five defense, and uh, we've come. The Sweat Allen have all combined for eleven and a half sacks. Four times our we face four opponents that Washington's face. We've they've scored thirty or more points, so it's kind of we got to keep Tom Brady off the field. We can keep him off the field and blitz him. It's going to be a long day for Tom Brady. So I think that the you'll be surprised at Washington football team is going to upset Tampa Bay. That's tough. 27 24 stop it skip bayless you are not gonna sock that in that tail football team can surprise tom brady i'm saying that i'm saying that with my chest you sock right there and said that with your chest didn't you you sock and said that whole thing no he not now how you gonna beat the goat six round draft pick out of michigan nobody gave him a chance (laughs) <laughs> then you gonna come out and you said that right out your mouth with a straight face to the, 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 the Washington Red. Don't get me wrong, the Washington football team. That you know they got the man with the quarterback. His name looks sound like a beer. That demanded the Heineken in it. 
Nick, that what you drinking right now? Ain't it? You drinking a Heineken? Yeah. Yeah. You said that you said that said that right out your mouth. Stop it. You know what? I'm telling you what I'm telling you what's gonna happen on Sunday. TB12 gonna come out on that field. He gonna serve up some hot L's on the plate. No disrespect to your app. I know that's your team, but we know that's what's gonna happen. And then when it's all done, Bernie Mac gonna show up and give us some milk and cookies. I'm just saying. I just referenced <laughs> something somebody said in the comment section. Come in there with some milk and cookies. <laughs> The best Shannon Sharp impression I've ever heard. I went to school with the fool. I had to listen to him talking smack on the on the pool table in the student union every day. Really? He right, yes. He was in school at Savannah State when I was at Savannah State, and we would be in the student union. And we that was the thing was if you weren't on the yard in the in the summer, you were out on the campus on the yard. Because I was with the fraternity out there doing my, you know, I used to be more flexible. Be able to do get, it, get it, get it, get yeah, it. Yeah, I was out there. I was out there stomping the yard, boy. And uh, but then in the wintertime, everybody would go hang out. Everybody would go hang out in the student union. And it was not a bigger pool hustler on that campus than one Mr. Shay 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 Shay. This was before club Shay Shay when you do something before two something. He was out there playing. Uh, he was out there running up and down that field every Saturday and running people off the pool table Monday through Friday, talking smack. He been talking smack a long time. And tell you the truth, he was riding around campus. He had a black beamer that Sterling had bought him. He, you were talking about flossing. Them ladies was all up on Shay Shay. And then something happened to that. So Sterling hooked him up with a brand new white beamer. You couldn't tell Shannon Sharp nothing. I knew that boy was going to the league. Period. Period. Point Blake. Talk about. It. Go ahead and he hit that eighth rounder. Go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Knock it. Huh? He was a seventh rounder, wasn't he? Something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it That's wasn't nobody crazy, it, man. It, it, nobody really, dude. You Shannon Sharp was a grown man. I know it was D two football. Oh, I got video, Lucinda. You want? You want? I I I, I got video somewhere. I'm gonna find it. Uh, well, it wasn't me stomping the yard in school. It was me stomping the yard with the alumni chapter, and uh, it's not quite as uh, crisp as it was in college. It was more like two steps and, a, and hit the asthma thing. But uh, yeah, yeah, Shannon Sharp, in the comments, Aunt. Shannon Sharp was uh, a grown man amongst boys. It literally, the quarterback's name was Richard Basil. I, I, I kid you not, the ball would get hiked. He'd take two steps back. And by the time he cocked his arm back, Shannon is 30 yards down the field with the with the DB trailing him by three yards. That was their whole formula. Throw the ball to Shannon. And then what that did was that opened up the run again. They went uh, nine and one and came in first place in the SIAC that year. They lost in the first round of the playoffs. They went 10 and 0 the next year. They won in the first round of the playoffs and got knocked out. And then I think um, uh, after that, I joined the Army. I was gone. But yeah. That, that Shannon was a bad dude, but he's been a smack talker. They, all of y'all are just discovering Shay Shay on Undisputed. I'd have known about Unc Shay for 30 years. Alumni chapter of what frat? The oldest, the coldest, and the oh so boldest. The first of all, service of all, we shall transcend all. Alpha, Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Now, there you go. Oh, are, you, are, you, are you done name dropping yet? Somebody <laughs> asked the question. And somebody got it. Somebody asked the question in the comments. <laughs> also, too, and thank you for your service. Yes, it was Veterans Day. Thank you. To all yeah, those thank you, served. thank you, sir. Thank you for your service. We appreciate you, man. Yes. But you too, bro. You, ain't, I ain't by myself. <laughs> act like um, I'm the only one. <laughs> um, 
Next, I, I gotta painfully. I'm gonna get roasted for this one. I gotta transition into this. Wait, I wait. He took up all my time. I like to reclaim my time, sir. Yes, sorry sir. About, like sorry, about, sorry about that, Auntie Maxine. Go ahead and reclaim your time. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I like to reclaim my time. Okay. Um, to me, uh, this game is totally. It's gonna be bad. It really is. Did you forget something? My shirt. Hey, leave me alone. Okay, <laughs> leave me the hell alone. Okay. <laughs> oh God. All right. So this game is. Uh, I just took uh, check the injury report. Uh, our best cornerback is going to be out. So I do not like that. Not one bit. Um, uh, Juice uh, Benjamin St. Juice. He's going. He's out. Um, Curtis Samuel's duh. That's uh, that's like uh, what's his name um, from uh, Seattle that we picked up. Um, oh, um, what's his name? I forgot his name. But I know you're talking about. Yeah, uh, but he he was always hurt too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, Montez Sweat, he's out. Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember, uh, but he broke his jaw, so he's out for about a month. Um, right there, man. Like that's. That's what we like. Those players, they're supposed to help us out, and honestly, not even so much help us out, but take the attention off of somebody else on the field. Um, Montez Sweat, he—they're gonna like double team uh, Chase Young now. Um, now that uh, Curtis Samuel's not there, he hasn't been there all year, but they're gonna double team Terry now. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like you said, someone's going to need to step up. And that's the problem. There's no one that's stepping up in these uh, these roles, these um, special roles. The, um, the, the Why can't the name come to, come to me? The um, special talented roles, like uh, the running backs, wide receivers. Right. Like, uh, yeah, so there's no one stepping up in these roles. And so, to me, there's no offense. I don't know if you guys seen this. But there was a st- – uh, we've accumulated 400 yards a game. The last two games, we've accumulated 400 yards each game. And only in each game, we've only scored 10 points. Yeah. 400 yards each game and only scored 10, pun- 10 points. That is dumb. If you if you, if you you accumulate 400 yards in a game, you need to win that damn game. There's no reason why you're not winning that game. Oh, well, there is a reason. That's because the reason is you have Taylor Heineke as your quarterback. That is why. And so we can't like, so uh, that was my argument on the show. Is sure. That, no, I understood what you were saying. Yeah. The, uh, is that Taylor Heineke can't punch it in for these points. And honestly, I don't see it in, in any diff, any different with the Tampa Bay's defense, even though they're hurt, I think. I don't mm-hmm. think that makes a difference. I don't even think that. I don't think, dude. We might get shut out this game for real, for real. So you think, you think so? I think we won't score more than thirteen points. I really don't. I really don't think we do. Uh, between the lackluster run uh, running game that we've uh, shown, and then I think in order to win this game, you need to stop uh, having Taylor Heineke. Just throw it up for good good measure up in the air and say, "Oh, Terry down there somewhere." And then uh, those those lucky passes, we need to take the ball. We need to take the ball out of his hand and 
have and ha- actually do running, like be be the running backs, have the running backs be running backs, but we, we won't do that. We'll be down by like 20 by the first before the first quarter's done. And then we'll be playing catch up, which means that we're gonna have to put the ball in Taylor Heineke's hand and he's gonna have to be tossing it everywhere. So uh, I like honestly the keys to winning this game is not letting Taylor Heineke control this game. And that's and but every game he has to because that's just how bad we've been. So um, we won't win this game. Not even close. Not even close. Uh, 33-13. Hmm. Okay. Something just, te- something just tells me it, it just, I feel like Washington, they're gonna, it's going to be a surprise because every Sunday it's just something new every week just happens. And there's something just tells me Washington's going to win that game. I just have this feeling. Um, I'm gonna well, get you, you, that's that's two in a row. You said Atlanta is going to beat uh, Dallas, and now you said that Washington is going to beat Tampa. Something tells me. Well, I'm going to get roasted for this because um, last night was the start of Week Ten, and uh, the Baltimore Ravens went to the 305 and. With your oh children. my God! How do you do that? How do you do that? What the hell is going on? Bullshit! <laughs> I'm twenty-two. I wasn't ready. <laughs> the last one. The last one got me. I'm not gonna lie. Twenty-two <laughs> to ten. Um. We could not get anything going offensively. Uh, Miami's defense, they look like the second coming of the 1972 Miami defense. Um, We made absolutely no adjustments. I mean, they practically were giving us opportunities to please pass the ball here. I mean, just awful. Um, Defensively, I I said it, I'm, I'm on the record, it's documented. Defensively, we're trash. Um, I got to give some, in retrospect, Anthony Averitt, he's stepping up with the injuries, but he's been targeted. Marlon Humphrey is not looking like the corner I thought he was supposed to be. Um, the defensive line, Brandon Williams didn't play. Callis Campbell's not the same. Justin Houston got his 100th sack, but, like, we're giving up explosive plays. That just that just really, really sucks. Uh, the longest Again, go back to Baltimore's offense. The longest passing play they had in the first three quarters was 15 yards. And then on we didn't convert anything on third down, which was disappointing. Um, the game was truly over when Sammy Watkins fumbled. That's when the game was really over. Um, we could all say why he had the first possession where he threw Lamar through in the end zone. Why Lamar he stopped? It was a bad pass. Um I'm glad we lost this game because the Ravens are covering up a multitude of sins, as I stated. Um, we're going to get Chicago on the 17th, and we did not look prepared. Uh, this Raven team, I'm really surprised they're six and three. Uh, hey, hey, is that someone's phone? I was just getting ready to say the same thing. Somebody answer the phone. I'm sitting oh. here like the. F- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Nate. <laughs> 
That's late. <laughs> I'm sitting there. <laughs> I was really thrown by that. Like, you need to turn the casserole on. You need to flip the casserole. What's going on? <laughs> now, oh. um, so I was watching the game yesterday, and it was kind of crazy. It was like, um, I know he's blaming the players, but uh, one of my biggest arguments is uh, not enough attention or not enough uh, of the of the mistakes being done in these games are for that are put on the offensive offensive or defensive coordinators, and they're the like. And I don't think people understand like players are at the most doing what their assignments are for that play. And if they call a play that's like hugging the line, that doesn't mean follow the person across the field and down down all like down a route and everything like that. It doesn't mean that. It means that's what like they're only limited to what is what that play is for. You know what I'm saying? And too much, I think too much responsibility is put on the on the players and not enough on these offensive coordinators for like that last that last play um that went like 50 something yards in the fourth quarter Nate? yes yeah like that's the coordinator's fault like like basically i think that's just, it's more like chess like why are P, why are they predicting that they're just going to run the ball that's exactly how they played it is like yeah, it was going to exactly. be a run run the ball and this dude just darted out the damn field and took a like a 50 yard play down the field that's all. That's the defensive coordinator's fault. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Greg Roman's got to make some adjustments. I personally just don't like Greg Roman. He's too conservative, and it showed in San Francisco. So, um, the, and then we're, we're going to transition, and then you guys, we're going to let you guys go um, really quick. We play the Chicago Bears um, on the 17th. At the way we're looking, the way we're playing, I'm surprised we're six and three. But it, it, the Ravens, they are an early playoff exit, and to really sit here and say that Lamar Jackson has to kick to carry this team, I think y'all are smoking something. Um, and and it definitely did show. It definitely did show. If, if the run game can't get can't go, the passing game can't go. It's just a long day for the Ravens. But the Ravens are easily a wild card exit. Guaranteed. Coming from a Raven fan, so I know Sid was I, like, I know Sid sitting there thinking, like, I told you so, I told you so. <laughs> like, I remember all the all the fresh shit he was saying on y'all show like a few days ago. He was like, I told you so, I told, I I know that's like clicking in his head right now. <laughs> hey man, I, literally, I mean, if anybody watched it, I was specifically. Sp- Explaining what you had to do to expose Lamar, I feel like the Dolphins just watched what I said. Yeah, they did that. You stop him from running, and he can't beat you passing. That's, I mean, Cincinnati did it earlier this season, and the Dolphins just showed it. If he can't run, he can't get his legs going. He cannot beat you with his arm. That's been my argument against Lamar. I know everybody calls me a hater, and but I mean that 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 game proof like that was it that was the definition of what you need to do to beat Lamar just keep him in keep him in the pocket I, that's hard to do don't get me wrong not everybody can do that because Lamar is a freak but if you if you can drop a defense to keep Lamar in the pocket he won't beat you with his arm he's not good enough to beat you with his arm that's been my argument forever uh 
and it just showed it. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Told you so. <laughs> I knew it. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I, honestly, like I said, I did not get a chance to watch this game, so I was completely and utterly shocked. Um, and I've seen games when Lamar has has stepped up and won with his arm. So I'm not maybe I'm not seeing what you're seeing. Maybe I don't have enough uh I don't have enough eyes on with with Baltimore to be able to speak to. I mean, that's a division rival, so you would know better than I would. Um, but I mean, I've seen him beat teams with his arm. Was a game? It was like what two, three weeks ago where he threw for what was it four forty five or something like that? No, yeah, we people brought up that game. The argument I had against that game, his average pass was seven yards, so he threw for four forty or whatever. But I mean, it was all yak yards. I mean, Mark Andrews is great in open field. So is Marquise Brown. He get him loose, and that's what it was. He he he's a smart quarterback. Like he watches, he knows what he knows what to do. And if, if those short routes are open, he's taking them all day, which is, I mean, that's what Tom Brady's made a career on. So uh, there like, you go. True. He, he, the problem is, is when the defense takes away his running and he needs to throw a deep ball or anything longer than 15 yards. I mean, we saw he was inaccurate last night. Like, I mean, there was a couple drops, but there, he was, he overthrew what, three or four guys. He, I it's mean, all, he the offensive line didn't make it anything, anything better for oh, him. Absolutely. I mean, I, you got Alejandro Villanueva over there. I know how that guy goes. Don't remind me. Um, but, I know. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just, like, I was just going to make the point. I think he builds off of his running. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like once he like, like once he's able to get a flow going, like able to run a few plays, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. I, I know. And like, to me, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Like you, you build from a run, you build from a run. And then all of a sudden when they start to like, oh, he's 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 getting this flow for running. That's when he throw, starts throwing these dimes, and his for whatever reason the accuracy is there. But he was not able to do that last night. Not one bit. Not one bit. And it's and I, that is and that's crazy. It, it really is. It's that that his that's his formula for winning, taking over games, and everything like that is. Like getting this run, getting his confidence. It pretty much sounds like confidence, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And but he wasn't able to get his confidence in the game at all last night. I agree. And I've never seen that side of Lamar too, where he went off on his wide receivers. So he said something where Rashard Bateman said thank you. I've never seen that side of Lamar. But um for the Miami Dolphins. Congratulations! Oh, 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 oh my god. What was that? <laughs> Do I even want to know? That was Tyrese. Um, oh, Lord. We're going to tra- transition into the week 10 <laughs> picks because I know Mr. Sid and Ant, they have dinners with their misses respectively, so I don't want to keep them. I don't want to get them in any trouble. Um, Saints versus those Tennessee Titans. How are we feeling? I'm going to start with you, Sid. Score. Thank you. I think the Titans showed that they can do it without Derrick Henry after last week, so I'm going Titans. Uh, Saints got a mess at quarterback, and they need to figure it out before I'm on them again. you have a score? Um, I will go 27 to 16. Okay. And what do you think? Do you have a score? I don't have a score. Um, I'm definitely impressed with what the Titans were able to do. Uh, without D. Henry, um, you know, I'm I'm actually 
Uh, I, I'm actually feeling kind of nostalgic seeing AP a uh, AP back on the field. Um, no, he didn't do a heck of a lot, but they were able to at least get him a touchdown. So, yeah, I think that I, I got the Titans. I don't have a score. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, to me, I I I honestly think uh, the Titans showed what's up. They're top five in the league. I early in the show, you heard me say that I think the Rams are the uh, clear cut favorites uh, of winning it all pretty much, but I don't see why the Titans can't be right there with them. Like, honestly, they might be number one in the AFC right now to me. So um, I have Titans and uh, the saints they're lacking. They're hurt. Um, I I don't see them. Honestly, they just beat uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks, but I I don't see I don't see them doing much. Like uh, their defense is is okay. Their defense is, is doing the right thing, but honestly, that offense is going to start to hurt them, and it's going to hurt them soon. And they can't be on the field uh, for forty five minutes of sixty minutes. So yeah, um, I I got Titans. Um, Titans by at least 10. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to say New Orleans Saints. Guaranteed. Now you're getting carried away. Like you just, you just getting carried away with these upsets, right? <laughs> um, I'm going to come to you at Bills versus Jets. Bills. Uh, I think the Bills. I think the Bills need a bounce back, and if there's not a more perfect team to have a bounce back game against, it is the Jets. Um, I got the Bills by. I don't really have a score. Well, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and throw a score on this, and I'm gonna say Bills, um, no less than 34 win pulling away. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, it, 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 seriously, it, it, that's the team that if you can't beat them, then you have no business in the league that season. So okay. definitely. Sid? Um, I actually feel that way about the Jags, and they just lost to the Jags. So I'm going to go Bills win, but Magic Mike White Lightning keeps it close there for the Jets. I'm going to go 28-24, Bills win. Okay. Abs? Um, yeah, I, I don't see the Jets win. I, I say Bills. I think Bills bounce back, uh, win by seven. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Buffalo. So we're going to go Jacksonville versus Indianapolis at Jacksonville, Indianapolis. Um, I think Indianapolis makes the playoffs guys. So, um, I, and honestly, I look for them to start putting it all together right now. Like, honestly, I think they're starting to get healthy now. Um, um, what's his name? Hilton is, is I think he's starting to get a little bit more healthy now. So honestly, um, they're, they're making the run for the playoffs. Indianapolis is going to win this game. 14. Sid. Yeah. I got Colts by at least 10 for sure. They should win this one pretty easy. Jags in a squeaker. I'm going against the grain. I think, I think, uh, I think what, what Trevor Lawrence needed was to get a couple wins under his belt gain some of his confidence back, get his, you know, get his QB legs back up under him. I mean, yeah, he's playing for one of the worst teams in, in the league, 
but you you also realize this is a kid that didn't lose but like two games in in what from high, from middle school until he graduated college. This kid knows how to win, and now that he's got a couple under his belt and got a little bit of swagger back, I do think the Col- I do still agree with Ab that the Colts are going to make the playoffs, but I think the they're going to have to hold off on that run for for one more week. Okay, I'm with I'm with Sid and Abs. I'm going to go with the Colts. Uh, Sid, we're going to go to you. The Brownies versus the New England Patriots. Got the Browns winning this game. That locker room seems a little cohesive now that OBJ's gone. I think they're kind of coming to the realization we got to prove that we didn't need OBJ. So they're going to, I think they win this game. They got more talent on the roster than New England. Uh, New England obviously has the better coach, but I think the Browns win by a field goal. Uh, just for a quick point of order, Nick Chubb is out this weekend due to COVID. So oh, he is out because they were saying there's a probability he could play if he had two positive tests. Two negative tests. Uh, two negative. Yeah. What the hell am I saying? <laughs> yeah, you got COVID, bro. Go ahead and play. It's all right. You just put one of them things on your mask. You'd be good. Yeah, if he got two negative tests, that he would be able to play. So that's the last I saw. And I haven't heard any more about what his how his test came back. No, yeah, they, they said he's out. They already, okay. they already did said it. Okay. Um, and uh, I'm going to flip the script on you, Sid. I'm going the opposite direction. I am going to say the Pats in a squeaker. As much as it hates me as a Falcons fan to ever root for the Patriots ever again in life, um, I think they're 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 surging at a good time. I mean, I don't think that they're going to make it if they make them if they make the playoffs. They're not going to make a deep run, but they're surging at the right time. And I think that uh, old Mac Jones. Again, another quarterback that knows how to win. He played in the winning system under St. Nick. I think he's going to dig one out. I'm going to give it to the Pats by a field goal. Okay, Abs. Um, so I'm in the middle between of what Sid was saying and what uh, Anthony's saying. Like, um, I do think Cleveland needs to prove something, but um, I do. I think Cleveland already proved that they they are better without Odell. Like Odell's been hurt for a long time, and they were winning already. So I think they already proved that, Sid. Um, Anthony, I think I'm just leaning more towards New England in this this battle. Um, Mac Jones is the offensive rookie of the year. He'll he'll get that title, and um, so I and I, he's doing a good job. And I think that's. I think that's um, what I think that's what this team needs. Honestly, I wish the Washington football team traded up for Mac Jones, but uh, we didn't. So, but the Patriot, I think he, I think he ended up in the right spot. Like honestly, he like right coach, right quarterback. Like they fit. It looks like they fit. And honestly, they're they're going to make. I think that's another team that is going to make the playoffs, and it starts right here. <laughs> They uh they win they win by a field goal because um Cleveland's Cleveland's um offense is potent and um they they just uh, but Patriots defense don't sleep on them. Okay, you, you uh, hit that. You hit, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to cut you, Nate. You you hit that right on the head, man. I mean, you're talking about Saban and Belichick, guys that that have have learned off of each other, have picked each other's brains, so. There, there couldn't have been a absolute better place for Mac Jones to end up than with somebody that's like in savings that they're hip to hip. So, for sure, uh, I'm gonna say the New England Patriots. New England Patriots. 
Um, really quick, quick, we're gonna go rapidly. Um, just pick a team and get just pick a team and give a score. Sid, Pitt, uh, Carolina versus Arizona. Arizona by two touchdowns. And Seattle versus Green Bay. Green Bay. Abs, Kansas City, Oakland. Oakland, three. And Philadelphia, Denver. Ooh, wow. I don't, there's no third option for that one. <laughs> a tie. A tie. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. I just, I just, I just pulled a, uh, uh, yeah, I forgot the game could, I, uh, yeah, I forgot the game could end in a tie. Um, uh, Philly. At, uh, Sid, Vikings, Chargers. Chargers by six. Abs. Vikings Chargers. Oh, I thought you had another d- different one. Okay, Vikings Chargers. Ah, oh, man. Uh, Minnesota by three. Okay. All right, and then everyone, you can give me your take on this one. We got the San Francisco 49ers versus the, I'm not calling them Los Angeles, but they have to have no choice, the Los Angeles Rams. Who wants to go? For, uh, we'll start with Sid. Um, Rams by two touchdowns. I think they blow them out this week. Mm. Statement game. Abs. Uh, yeah, I I see Rams. Uh, Rams by ten. I was gonna say the same thing, but I'm gonna make it. Uh, I'm gonna make it around about seventeen. I'm I'm gonna add the field goal on top of the two touchdowns. Um, you know, I'm in Matt Stafford, Georgia boy. I, I got a chance to actually physically see him play in, in, at, at games in stadium. Uh, boy's a baller. The boy's a baller. The boy's a soldier. And he has finally been given, finally been given the opportunity to do what it is that he needs to do to get where he wants to be. And I think he's going to show out. Now I'm getting a lot. Of, I'm getting a lot of flack in the comments about the 49ers from Lucinda. I, I know that's your squad. I know that's your squad, Mama. I'm just. I I can only call it like I see it. There's just well, something so, missing in 40 uh, in yeah, San Francisco. There's just yeah. There's just something missing there, um, uh, and it, they're not working on all cylinders either. So it's just. Against like mediocre teams, maybe, but not against the top five. That like like top five teams. Nah, they are definitely not going to get that. I agree. Um, the Los Angeles Rams. Congratulations! Oh, 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 oh my god! Playing that clip from Baby Boy. No, it's an actual. If you look on YouTube, it's an actual video of him crying. I know and, what and it go. is. I've seen the video of him crying, and she won't let me see my kids grow up, baby boy. Jody, it's time for you to move out of mama's house. <laughs> All right, so I know Sid and Anthony have, have to go enjoy dinners with the missus, fellas. It was good for thank you, first of all, both of you taking the time out to join me. Um, shout out to Sid, he's with um, David. Along with Sean Spencer with Let's Talk Fantasy Football. 
Ant, aka Mr. Fingers, college football guru. Also, too, I know he's doing something. Nick Rosario, Popcorns and Parachute Podcast. Popcorn and Parachute Pants is an 80s movie podcast. It'll be getting off the ground as soon as we can uh, lock in the schedule. And then also this weekend, SEC football on Mondays and Thursdays with the shout-out king himself. The hardest-working man. Look, James Brown was the hardest-working man in show business. Sean Spencer is the hardest-working man in the podcast business. Yes, darling, I heard the bags rustling. I'm going to be right there in just a second. I love you. Um, yeah, he, Sean Sean got a podcast on. Every, Sean's supposed to be on a date. He in the comments section now. He finna sleep on the couch again. That's anyway, for real, bro. Like this shit. dude be on dates sitting there, like <laughs> just looking at his phone, man. What are you doing? Nothing. I was just checking my stocks to see how my Bitcoin is doing. Boo boo. I love you. You so busy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I gotta give my man Sean some love. Anthony, when you uh, if you uh, I'm a big movie buff myself, man. So if if you ever get into like any other type of genres or anything like that, you just let me know, man. Oh, bro. All day. All day. And uh, Nate, we got to shout you out, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy right here, I'm pointing the wrong way because because the camera's backwards. That guy up there. Uh, Nathan Snell. I have never seen a guy. Why are you called the shout out, King? Because you always shouting people out. Yes. Like he'd be like, he'd be like, hey man, I was at 7-Eleven today and I had this weird experience with the guy behind the counter and I wanted an Arizona tea and he sold me a twisted tea and I went back and he gave me a refund. I normally ain't supposed to give the alcohol refund, but here you go, bro. My bad. So shout out to my guy at the 7-Eleven. Like that's what Sean does. Like he shouts everybody out. <laughs> like you the shout out king. That's uh, the plain and simple. You gave yourself that name. Shout out to Taco Bell for giving me extra guacamole. You know I like that shit. So thank you very much. <laughs> hey, and we always say, Nathan, what do we always say? The race is not given. <laughs> Going to battle to the strong. Shout out to the Bible for that quote. I love it. We appreciate it. Like, that's my guy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But we, but man, we, man, appreciate you. Appreciate you. And look, I, the rest of us come on talk about an hour, hour and a half. You're the only dude I know that can go back to the origin of the franchise and who owned the team. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I know I, I joke, but I'm being serious. You, you take podcasts with sports to a different level. I, hell, you the only dude I know that's got a, that talks WNBA. Like, come <laughs> on, man. Like, real talk. So, so, so mad love and much respect. And I appreciate uh, you. You know, so yeah, no, nah, I appreciate you having me on because yes. you know, yes, definitely. That's but, what we do. But fellas, Sydney, Ant, enjoy dinner with the missus. I don't want to get y'all in trouble. Thank y'all for coming on. Let's do this again sometime. Good luck to the Steelers. Good luck to the Falcons. Much appreciated. And Sid, I'll see you on Tuesday with David and and Sean. Yeah, and, thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yep. Hey, and, Sid, uh, nice meeting you, man. Hey, you too. I'll see you guys hey, in the chat. Shout out, right. shout out to the big the, the Nate the Snell podcast with Big Nate. He's on all the time. Check him out. He'll be here. And we'll see you later. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Get some uh, milk and cookies before we go. All right. So really quick, we're going to wrap a couple things up, and then we're going to end it on a good note. So a couple things around the NFL as John Gruden is suing the league over the race, over, over the, him being having to resign. Uh, quote, Soviet-style character assassination. What do you think? Uh, I mean, 
I think it's, I mean, anyone that doesn't think that what the NFL did was suspect, I don't know what, uh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you watching? What are you doing? Uh, I, what John Gruden did was wrong. What, like, what, um, what came out was wrong. And I honestly, like, I'm, this is definitely not a pass, but I think people need to start asking, like, why did it come out like this? Why did it come out at this time? Why did it come? Like, you know what I'm saying? And John Gruden has some points. Like, you got to really think about it. They they did a thorough investigation of the Washington football team and all the conducts and everything like that. But the only thing that really came out was about John Gruden. Honestly, if if I close my eyes and just from uh, – just I swear to God, John Gruden was a black man. Like, just, just mm. the way that they came after him, you know what I'm saying? Like, geez, like, this is targeting like a mug. Like, I, bro, like, honestly, it's it's insane to me, man. It really is insane to me how, how it's going down. I don't feel bad for him because, obviously, you know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't know how to act or talk to us or anything like that. Like, I, I think a lot of people – I'm, again, I'm not making excuses for him because sure. the way the way John Gruden acts and what came out is old school football. Like it, it is, and I'm not saying it's. I'm, again, I'm not saying it's right, but I know what old school football is. Oh, nice. I know, like they these people come out of their ass with what with some of this some of the shit that comes out of their mouth, and. That's what John uh, John Gruden is, you know what I'm saying? And I just think it's um, – I think we need to start asking why. Thing, it, we need to start asking why. And there's not enough whys going out. Like, I think – I'm trying to tell you. I think the NFL is some corrupt shit. I think, I I think, we, I I think it's you. about to come out. And that's why they don't want any of these emails to come out. Because it's, uh, it's going to – it's going to make them look bad. It's going to make them look real, real bad. And it's almost uh, like putting out what John Gruden did. It's almost like a deflection thing. Like, here, you guys focus on this little thing over here, but we're hiding something even bigger over here. I don't even think we scratched the surface, Nate. No, we didn't. We didn't. But But I think it's also, too, I think some of it is, um, how I look at it, John Gruden was a scapegoat. Yeah, I think right. this covers up. Um, this covers up a multitude of things. I'm disappointed. Um, how how does the how does how do all 30 NFL teams just just let that happen? Um, is beyond me. What you so, say? I said, how do we let, how did the owners just let that happen? Because I'm pretty sure all the owners know about those emails. Um, well, what do you mean, know about the emails? Like, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, the email was only to someone in the Washington organization or Bruce Allen. I guess they, I'm, did they even say it was uh, to Bruce Allen or did they were, or it was Bruce Allen and John Gruden emailing back and forth. I so 
they know of the email, but I don't think they know. I don't think it would like we don't know if it was to any owners or if it was like a group email or something like that. You get what I'm saying? Like how do right. like how do you know it the owners know about it or ha- know how John Gruden is or you get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. No, I understand. I understand. So how how do we know uh that the owners know know about this email other than what came out? In the news, I mean, somebody had to leak it out. Somebody, so um, it seems like we have someone that's trying to join. Cool no. kid, um, is that how you do it? I think you let anybody well, he, join on yourself. Well, he wants to join, and just before I join, I need to ask Cool Kid if you're in the comments. I need to know if you're, if, are you a troll? Um, because you, if you are, you will be blocked. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know who that is, bro. Yeah, I don't know who that is neither. Uh, well, we're getting ready to end the show, so you, you can put your answers in the chat, that'd be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Um, just put it in the comments, it's okay. Yeah, maybe next episode, but um, I don't like it one bit, I don't. Uh, but him to say that I, his hands are caught in the cookie jar. So at Nate, no troll. Okay, let's put let's bring him on real. Let's bring whoever this is on real quick. All right. Okay, the link is in the chat. Join. Toasted bricks. We're waiting. Um, Russell Wilson's also cleared to play after missing some time with a dislocation of of his finger. Um, I think that brings some relief for Seattle, but it's not enough. Uh, I don't. Um, well, but that's that's assuming that Aaron Rodgers plays. Uh, he hasn't been cleared to play yet. Oh, he hasn't. Yeah, he hasn't been cleared to play yet. You think this? St- I think if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play, then Seattle's whipping up on Green Bay. Sure. You don't think so? I think so. Um, I think it's going to be tough to get um, that happening. But um, what's going to be tough? Like, I just don't really see this team. I don't see the Seahawks. They're not going to, like, he's not going to stay in Seattle. Like, they can try to paint Russell Wilson. We're talking about the game, bro. What do, I don't oh, know. Sorry. I'm sorry. What do you, what? Um, you talking about Seattle versus Green Bay? I'm yeah, sorry. like what 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 did you uh, what were you talking about? I'm sorry, Russell Wilson coming back. Um I think Green Bay is gonna win the game. I just 
I just don't know. I just Aaron Rodgers may play. Um, Jordan Love is not ready to come out there. I want to say the Green Bay Packers. I mean Russell. I mean the Seattle Seahawks. Um, say what you want. It's just. It's not going to work. They just don't have. They don't have the offensive line. Their defense. P. Carroll's coming out that cover three. It's just not going to work. I just don't think. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm paying attention. I need. I need to stop focusing on the comments because I think my mods are saying there's a troll in the comments. So I do apologize if I'm distracted, ads. Um, but I think Green Bay is going to win. I mean, Russell coming off that he's gonna be rusty. So I don't know. Um I think between Tyler Lockett and DJ Metcalf, DK Metcalf, um, either one can bust out for 150 yards any like any time with Russell Wilson. And I know we were talking about how Lamar Mill uh Lamar uh Jackson can't throw down a field throw down the field or they just don't have the chemistry between um Lamar Jackson with his wide receivers. Right. But Russell Wilson sure as shit has that chemistry with Tyler Lockett and uh DK Metcalf. So um that that right there like to me that right there is enough especially with it if there's no Aaron Rodgers, that right there is that that and I you also gotta ask why is it taking so long to clear Aaron Rodgers? You know what I'm saying? Like is he like this COVID test? Like I mean, is this COVID thing really um like hitting him hard or something like that? And then you have to think too is like that means he hasn't practiced in like two weeks. You know, they're talking about clearing him right before the game. So, exactly. You know, so that's that's insane. Like, I don't care who you are. You need a little bit of time. You know what I'm saying? He might be full-blown, not full-blown out of shape, but not in consistent football shape if he's just took this whole two weeks off and without – even doing anything. Okay. I got you. So uh, looks like this, whoever this is is saying green Bay will win. They're better and they can easily win. So, um, I, I just, it's, it's, it's going to be tough. I just don't, I just don't think with Seattle, um, I mean, Green Bay too. I don't see it. Both the, both offenses were disappointing. Guess we'll see. We'll see how it looks. Um, oops. As far as the Browns, well, like we said, Bradley Chubb and um, Nick Chubb, not Bradley Chubb. I'm sorry, Nick Chubb and Felton. Felton. They say his last name. The other running back. Fulton, I think so. Um, but I don't even think it's uh, 
Fulton. It's uh, Johnson or something like that. Um, yeah, one of them is someone's. They got another run, another player that's not going to be playing. So oh, another one. Oh, but yeah, they don't. But they don't need. I'm trying. Um, the guy that took over for Cream uh, Hunt and and uh, Chubb, Nick Chubb, like uh, that one game on Monday night or Thursday night on a primetime game, and he had like the. It was his first start, and he had over almost 150 yards or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, right. he's going to start. He's going to – and honestly, I think they'll be okay with that. Okay. They'll, yeah. they'll be just fine with that run uh, – with him taking over. And sure. that's awesome, man. Right. I agree. What do you feel about Odell going to Los Angeles? I don't like it. Um you know what I'm saying? I, I like I, uh, we said earlier in the show. Um, I think Green Bay was a better place for him, but I understand Los Angeles. I understand Los Angeles. I just I don't like it for him. I don't like it for the um, the team. I really just like other than ring chasing. I don't see the point of doing that. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Uh, I agree. I'm with you on that one. Totally agree. Because um, like you said earlier. It's going to fall flat on his face. And the Rams are in a – this is a win now. They've right. gone out. They've got Von Miller. Now they got Odell. There's no excuses why they should lose – why they should not lose. Why they should not win the Super Bowl, excuse me. Mr. Dalvin Cook. Um, how do you feel about that? Um, I know that's a little – let me put it in context. Ladies and gentlemen, Dalvin Cook and an ex, uh, there were some images that were leaked uh, about – mods, deal with them, please. Thank you. Um, some images of Dalvin Cook's ex-girlfriend that were very – not fun to look at. And there's a screenshot from an Instagram. Basically, the messages are a little telling. Oh, according to Adam Schefter, who didn't do a good job reporting it, said that according to Mr. Dalvin Cook's um, lawyer, this is for extortion. $500,000 and she'll go away. Um, this is just a civil case. So I abs I I look this is just me. We don't have really all the information. We're going off by a screenshot of Instagram that we all know in today's technology world can be easily altered. That's not to say Dalvin Cook was in the right. This is for anybody, regardless, your partner. You should never put your hands on anybody. Um, but it, it is kind of weird um, that that this is coming out in the midst of him going into this game playing. But how do you feel about the whole situation? So I can't I, – I would, I would uh, do injustice about talking about this uh, topic because I – I heard of the situation. I but you're talking about screenshots and what 
um, right. stuff that came out. I didn't see any of that, Nate. So I, I can't talk about it. Only sure. thing I can really talk about is domestic violence in itself. So, and just like you said, is that it's not like no one should put hands on anybody, and that's not okay. It's definitely not okay. And it's just, but as a black man, we have a stigma on us. And if we, if there's domestic violence towards us, no one's going to believe us. Right. And that's, and especially if we're the second, per, second to report it, like if the female reported it and then be like, no, you, you, you hit me. No one's going to believe them for that. And, right. and that's, right. and there's something wrong about that. There's something that need there, like something needs to change. Like we, I'm sorry. I'm I'm a I'm a domestic violence survivor myself, bro. So wow. Yeah. So it's it's hard on me. I know the stigma that's out there. I know that I'm a big strong man. I do mixed martial arts. I I uh, I did. I was a very very good wrestler growing up. Like I I can definitely defend myself. But because I would not put hands on this woman, then I, I'm not believed. Like you know, what I'm saying like right. I tell people like she abused me, and then they'll they'll sit there and say, "Look how big you are!" Like, like they'll turn their nose up and say, "That's not true." You look how like you you, and I. And so people don't understand the stigma that. Like, that comes along with it. That, that comes along with stuff like this, and how like how scrutinized we look if 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 we ever did come out and say something like that. So honestly, like until all the information is thrown out there, I I have to reserve the right. I have to reserve what I say. I can't sit. I can't have an opinion about this. And honestly, it's just, and I'm not going to condemn. A man just because because he's the second one to uh, come out and say, "Well, you abused me," and it's a he says, she said. I can't, I can't, I I, I don't have an opinion. I'm sorry. No, I, I no, I respect that, and um, you know, I really first I want to say first of all you know, much respect to you and how you handled the experience um, that, you know, we need if someone of your, like of your situation, your story needs to be out there more, you know, people need to hear, you know, another perspective and, you know, regardless of the situation, you hate, you, you hate to see this and it's not a good look on anybody <laughs> um both and the fact that you know again this is happening in the midst of the season and you know we know he knows what and millions could be at stake um it's not it's not it's not it's not it's not good so um i do hope that uh that we'll we'll follow we'll continue to follow it but 
Ebs, why have you on here? Because you are a Wizard fan as well. We're tied with the Chicago Bulls for first place. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, we play the Orlando Magic, and we're 8-3 and three on the year. Um, if you actually looked at the Eastern Conference, um, you'd be surprised. The Chicago Bulls and the Washington Wizards are tied for first. Um Lucinda says abs can be on the podcast with you, Peanut, Maggie, Hendricks, and VT on mental health and domestic violence. That'd be an interesting podcast. I like that. Um, so I'm a veteran, so mental health is very serious to me. Mm-hmm. So if you if you if you want a different perspective, like I uh, I'll definitely do that. Like um part of um so i actually so i actually so little a little history um before we get into that also too really quick i want to thank you for your service and what you did thank you for your service uh i appreciate that bro thank you so much Mm -hmm. um i don't do you know what a vfw is no sorry do not okay uh vfw is like um is veterans of foreign wars and so it's like a like a clubhouse bar for mm-hmm. veterans uh, that been deployed. And I actually just applied to join one. And um, my objective of joining a VFW is, and so, and predominantly it's a it's a older white crowd, like clubhouse, pretty much, right. and. To me, I wanna I wanna reach out to all, all our brothers and sisters. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I wanna make it more diverse. I wanna make it to where um there's more black people there. I'm, but not just that. I wanna make it so that there's younger people there. Sure. Because there's a lot like the people that like a lot of people uh, the people that commit suicide, bro, you, around my age are more are more younger than older. And we need to be able to find, and they don't even know that they can join these VFWs. And I want them to, I want them to be able to join and I want to be able to reach out to them. So I applied to join one and um, I'm really making it a, a mission to reach out to and make it more diverse. So we're reaching more than just the, uh, classification of older white people you know sure, what I'm saying sure. so um because there's there's a lot of us that need help out there definitely definitely so definitely you know we're, we're going to get this this podcast on mental health and domestic violence um together and i'll definitely reach out to you because i think that'll definitely be good because you know for me mental health and you know you know that'd be good from that's my really area expertise um, cause I've experienced mental health. So have you and domestic violence and that'd be definitely great for an episode. So definitely, definitely. Well, we, I'll definitely reach out to you on that, but back to the wizards eight and three, we play those Orlando magic of tomorrow evening. Um, coming into this game, Kyle Kuzma hit the game winning shot against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Saw that. I um, saw that. But, and you know he had, you know, everyone he said he was getting trolled by those in the crowd saying oh LeBron got you that ring, but Kyle Kuzma could hold could hold could hold can hold his own. Um, 
My, I'm a little concerned this year with um, in terms of the shooting, particularly from three. Um, Bradley Beal knows kind of a struggle with the three point shot, but you see a difference. Everyone's Bradley Beal. We know he averaged thirty last year, but now he's averaging twenty four. So he's you know now that he has more around him, I think that's better. Denwitie, uh, Harrell, KCP, uh, they're definitely playing great. Um, the Orlando Magic, uh, they've have been playing some, and they haven't looked good in some games. You know, they lost to the Jazz, Knicks. Um, they have great talent. I'm a fan of Cole Anthony, son of Greg Anthony. Um, I think the key for Washington to win this game it starts with Bradley Beal. Uh, Bradley Beal has to be the guy that keeps keeps it going. Um, but also, too, we got to be consistent on three. Uh, we got to make, you know, if we're playing good defense, um, we can contain Cole Anthony because Cole Anthony's averaging 19, 7, and 4 assists. Wow. He's shooting 44% from the field. And he's only a rookie. So um, here we go. Here's the website. This is www.vfw.org. Uh, Lucinda, uh, thanks for the kind words you're uh, putting out there. I appreciate it. Um, like, definitely, um, definitely, thank you. Um, so, we're all, like, I'm in Maryland, and um, I mean, I have. I apologize. I'm not trying to put uh, a stink on the VFW, like. It's like some KKK thing. It's I, that's not what I'm trying to say. From what no, my exp- my experience m- on the East Coast, from the several that I've gone to, it's just a um, it's a um, I get a side eye because I'm not the what they're used to looking at when yeah, walk right. in there, and. Um, um, uh, and you're right. It and it may be it, it may be different other places. I, that I'm perfectly fine that. But I, from what I experience, I just want to make sure that we're all covered. Like I want to make sure that we're all covered down. And that that's my that's my focus. Like, and um, I I don't have so much of a high position now, but I, I hopefully I can put my time in there and make sure that we're all getting help that we need from there. And then I also want to do like community events where um, they know that because the one that I'm, I just joined is in Waldorf, Maryland, and okay. it's kind of in a cut. Like it's <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's unless you're looking for it, you don't know it's there. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Like we got to get with the community and like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I like more community things where, we're all supporting each other, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I just got ideas to make sure that we're all taken care of. That's all. Like, honestly, there's no reason why anybody should feel alone here. And I, that's what I want. I want to push that out there. You aren't alone. You aren't. And just, we all got to keep fighting. And that's, that's all I'm really trying to do. Amen. Amen. I like it. I like it. Um, 
But really, I think the Washington Wizards are going to beat the Orlando Magic. 105-89. Guaranteed! <laughs> um, in the NBA, nothing's really going on. Um, you know, all this than Rudy Gobert and um, Miles Turner got into it the other night. So... Nikolai Jokic is suspended for one game and the altercation with the uh with Markeith Morris. He's becoming a thug, man. What the what's going on there? <laughs> yeah, look, he I, I had there was nothing wrong with what he did. Um he shouldn't Markeith should not turn his back to him. I know what Markeith that listen, the Morris Morris twins are good are good basketball players. But mm-hmm. he he Markeith didn't have to do that. He knew it. Um, and also, too, people got to understand this. Nikola Jokic is from Serbia. That's those boys. They're built different. <laughs> <laughs> they're built different. So, um, to him get to him getting fined and Markeith Morris not getting fined. Bullshit. Um, I think he should have got. I think he should have got more than what he got. Jimmy Butler got also fined thirty thousand dollars for also getting in that as well. Um, what else? Uh, we're, I'm going to play a clip. Former NBA best, former Chicago Bull and Atlanta Hawk, Corey Benjamin. Um, his daughter, her name is Corey Benjamin, C-O-R-I. Um, sucker punched. It, is at a, it was at an AAU game. An opponent. I heard that. I, I didn't see the video, but I, I heard about it. Let me know if you can hear it, Abs. Okay. Can you hear it? No. Okay, hold on. Let me stop sharing it. Share it again. Share audio. Okay, for some odd reason, it's not letting me do it. Okay, hold on. Let's do it this way. Hold on. Here is the video right here. Now, there's another video of on Twitter of her, the exact some, kind of the same same situation where she has somebody posted up, you know, basketball you know, post up and literally did the exact same thing. Um, a lot of people have been saying her mom was responsible for that, um, has been telling her to be that aggressive. Well, first and foremost. Wait, wait. Aggressive. There's aggressive and then there's assault. That was assault, bro. So no, no, I agree. But that's what people were saying on Twitter. Because somebody in the crowd 
said you better hit her and a lot of people are suspecting that was her mother that said that okay um she got hit the girl that got with that mike tyson like punch uh was hitting the throat and face uh the game was stopped and then it was the referees that stopped the game um she's suffering from according to the mother of the girl that was hurt um she's stuff she felt the effects of it and still hasn't returned to school also, too, she went to the cops about it, and there seems to be no criminal investigation as of yet. But uh, Corey Benjamin, the point guard, he's apologizing. Quote, that's not how I raised my daughter. Um, Corey the, Benjamin. Um, that That's the NBA player? Yes. Okay. C-O-R-E-Y. So they spelled her name C-O-R-I weird isn't it <laughs> um but it, so the mother that of the girl that was hit said that her daughter sustained a concussion that's what's right. updated um quote to the young lady who was punched by my daughter during a youth basketball game i sincerely apologize to you and praying for your complete healing both physically and emotionally to her family i deeply apologize and regret that this happened to your daughter as she did not deserve this to happen to her Finally, I apologize to those who have been impacted and hurt by the actions of my daughter as well as those of her mother. I am here for your family and wish you only the best. Um, wow. So he just threw that mom under the bus, bro. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people on Twitter are saying that it was her mom that said, you better hit her. Um, and that's. Woo. That's, that's that's not good. Was it that in the audio? Was yes. that in the audio? Okay, I didn't hear that. My bad. Can you um, send it to me? Can you send it to me so I can look at it myself? Sure, later? sure, sure. I got you. I will All do right. that. Um, last on the list, really quick. I have to get congratulations to Cedric Mullins, Baltimore Oriole. He won the Silver Slugger. Well deserved. Um, thirty for thirty season. Um, he's one of our building pieces. For sure, uh, I words can't describe how I'm proud of him, the work he's put in on this team. He's definitely set the bar high for the Orioles going for 2022. Him, Ryan Castle, Mancini, um, when we get the other guys up, Ali Rutchinson and those boys. Uh, 22, I hope 22 is better than this year. I really, really do. Uh, we need some veteran placeholders. I mean, guys that can actually that know their role and get the job done. The Washington Nationals, congratulations to Mr. Juan Soto, who mm-hmm. also won his second consecutive slug, Silver Slugger of the year. Um, apparently, Mr. Scott Boris, who is his agent, is saying that he wants Juan Soto to compete annually on a championship team. With oh, my God. I get it, but they just won the championship two years ago. Juan Soto is a building piece, and this team that they had this year, Scott Boris is. I'm leaving it alone. <laughs> he's in, he's all about money, and he wants to see his teams on. He wants to see his guys on winning teams. Um, but congratulations to both, well deserved. Uh, the MVP hasn't been announced yet for MLB. Um, my money is still as most likely on show. It's going to be. I'm going to. Pull for Vladimir Guerrero Jr., but I think Shohei Otani is going to get MVP. Um, 
for the NL MVP. Let me look at the candidates again. Uh, hold on, really, really quick. NL MVP. I think it came down to Bryce Harper won, Soto. Hold on. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Manager of the year. Rookie. Now I've lost it. Um, I can't remember who the NL MVP on top of my head. I'm, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. My man. Oh, I'm sorry. Here it is. Uh, Juan Soto, Bryce Harper, Fernando Tatis, Fernando Tatis Jr. For some odd reason, something tells me Bryce Harper is going to win. Fernando Tatis kind of had an up and kind of the first kind of just had a few disappointing games, but um, he's nothing to sneeze at. El Nino is one of the best young hitters in the game, but we'll see what that looks like. MVP race, Cy Young race hasn't been announced. Rookie of the year, not yet, and manager of the year. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to conclude episode 12, not 12, 13. I've lost count. I apologize. Of the podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to give it a thumbs up. Uh, consider hitting that like button. Thank you for those that shared the podcast. Much appreciated to you. Um, episode 14 will probably be up sometime Monday. I'm still waiting for day to day, AKA peanut to respond to my email, which I'll need to check after. So I know he wants to be interviewed to so be on the lookout for that, but thank you to Sid, Sean, and, and Mr. Abs from let's talk football as well. Um, much appreciated to you, sir. Uh, again, thank you for your service. Um, I hope that you and the family are doing well and, um, Let's get ready for some football. Yeah, man. I, blessings to you. Thanks for having me. I I love being on your show. Love talking to you guys. Like it's it's good stuff, man. Um, you you're doing a great job. Keep this shit up, okay? I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, um, sorry, Nathan, at work, but I'm listening. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Good show, Nathan and Abs. Thank you. Thank you, Lady Shay. Thank you. I appreciate you. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen. We're out. Peace. Stay up. Have a good weekend. Stay safe. Do something fun. Thanksgiving is almost here. First of all, listen, uh, it's interesting about all these young guys today. They never call on us and say, hey, thanks for the kind word and telling me how great a player I am. But when they play like crap and we call them out, they, we don't know what we're talking about. Listen, I'm easy to find. But listen, I'm going to criticize guys that they deserve it. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it.